0: in
1: our clubhouse getting high super fuckers everybody wishes we would die super fuckers here we come hey come on everybody fucking run and hide hey no i'll start this it's my podcast no hey it's the pizza party podcast hosted by pan pizza not nolan this time who are you people i'm pan pizza
2: <laughs> you're so that the, the desperation Leaking out of the corners of your mouth like saliva, and like foaming, frothing like, at your mouth. I'm the, I'm the host.
1: Last me. time you just, it, you just did all the things where I like, I tell people like, hey, here's how the questions are done, and then you just like interrupt me, and now I have basically nothing to do on this podcast.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know a lot of people. Uh, a lot of people have been commenting on that, but uh, yeah, man. uh, I'm I'm Nolan. Uh, I'm I'm the secret uh Illuminati man running the sh- shindig pan is the president he is my figurehead yeah it's just like that uh reagan rap video by killer mike oh my god uh and with me is my co -co co-host slavery wasn't abolished if you look at the 13th amendment Oh my hey, god, Ben, really, like,
3: shut Say up. my name, or if I was supposed to announce myself. Uh,
2: I mean, I, yeah, we gotta figure this shit out. Like, we've done this for over a hundred times, and we still haven't figured out a good way we to do it. We got change. a guest. Yeah, I know we do. I was just joking. But anyway, yes, we have a guest. Who who are you, good sir? Uh, hi, my name's
4: Nolan, and I run the uh, Pizza Party Podcast.
2: That's yeah, not, I'm not true. God. God. Damn it. It's Nolan not doesn't a, run I'm it a liar. Us, I'm, Nolan. A fi-
4: I'm a fibby boy. I'm a little
2: lying man uh he's nolan she's nolan i'm nolan are there any other nolans i should know about now uh no hi i'm
4: (laughs) i am uh i go by Hugbies all over the internet uh which this is a cartoon podcast so i'm hoping that the name gets the uh respect that you all would Mm -hmm. understand where the reference comes from uh but I, i don't know i do my own podcast the official podcast i also stream on twitch i just do a whole bunch of nonsense garbage for little children to watch and now I'm here to talk about more garbage with these fine, fine fellows. Well, for somebody
1: who hasn't seen your videos or whatever you do, uh, what what would you recommend a first timer to watch from you?
4: Um, Flawless. Oh boy. Well, I I do a I do a series called How It's Actually Made, which is mm-hmm. a parody of the How It's Made series. Uh, and by parody, I mean it's it's absolutely true information and all factual. Yeah. Uh, that's usually where most yeah, people, of part. course. That's a good way to learn about me and my sense of humor and what I do to waste my time and hopefully stave off the inevitability of death.
3: I have a question. Mm-hmm. Wait, Yeah. I don't think you die according to your wiki because apparently you have a wiki. Oh, You're a god? god?
4: Oh, Jesus. Well,
3: uh, <laughs> no, fu- literally, Hugbees. he is a god. If you don't know him, well, heck you.
1: Wait, wait, wait. Does he have a w- Wikipedia or a Wikia? A Wikia. Oh, that's not a, that ain't special. Everyone's got a wikia these days. Why hasn't
4: that been lobbied to be removed? Oh, boy. Uh, yeah, so that, that wiki I have no personal involvement with. That, that sprung up overnight from some dark black web breaches from like a, a secure IP address. I have no idea.
3: I'm really impressed, though, because martial status, God, species, God. However, your gender is male. Uh, well, mm-hmm. you know,
4: if you read the Bible real closely, you'd figure
3: out why your eye color is the windows logo
4: (laughs) i'm a man of many talents
3: she's just (laughs) kidding mr lord
4: (laughs) (laughs) but yeah that uh that that sprang up i think like a year ago a long fucking time just from a from a bored gaggle of fans who i love and kiss every night and think about as i fall asleep and i had I had nothing to do with that, but if you want yourself an entertaining read, I guess you can <laughs>
2: look that up on your own time. We're all familiar with uh, Wikia and all the fans. Trust mm-hmm. me, yeah. mm-hmm. I know. There are as no long rules as it, in Wikia, as long as it comes across that I did not directly write
4: that wink, then I think we're in a good spot. <laughs> do you guys? Do you guys have any Wikis dedicated to you? Any any uh, scriptures written in the sand? <laughs> oh man! Oh
2: yes. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just call me Nolan Jetstream. You guys sound sad. Like, does your are yours negative? Because I, I haven't read mine
1: in forever. I'm assuming they all <laughs> yeah. love me on there.
2: there uh, my... There's a page. There, there's a page dedicated to my penis. Oh boy <laughs> how how'd you score that? Yeah. I don't a know, curable, but. It no not even close they keep saying i like cock for people like small children which is very uncomfortable please stop doing that but no me saying that is just going to make them keep doing it anyway. so i'm kind of fucked here Regardless, not that way
3: so so like that on mine so on robo's stream i talked negatively about mighty magiswords and (laughs) like i described it kind of harshly and like nolan's like whoa wait way to take him out back and shoot him or something like you know nolan's speech to say that i was really harsh and like i was like ah it's robo stream there's like 200 people it, it's fine and now someone on the on the wiki decides <laughs> to edit that into it and so me and him had like this like i assume it's a dude but me and him were like editing it back and forth and i just kind of gave up and just wrote hey it's izzy here this happened
1: <laughs> oh man so some oh mighty fan wants revenge.
2: Yeah, is oh. is he tempted fate? Is he <laughs> challenged the power of the internet and fucking lost? Oh god! Okay, guys. Uh,
1: recently, like I am okay, about several months ago, I made fun of the Cartoon Network show Summer Camp Island, the one that looks like a Nick Jr. show. And there's this like ten year old mm-hmm. who just like messaged me constantly on Tumblr saying, "How dare you!" insults this show and sends me a picture of himself holding up his middle finger and also like a spooky mask
4: and it's like several (laughs) images (laughs) trying to be edgy that's that's crossing the fucking line did you like tell his mom
1: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, i'm I'm just like what do i say to this kid you know like i don't want to bully a child but you know this kid's like man someone needs to kick his ass you know
4: you should have uh, you should have sent him a picture of you with your paycheck and be like, ah, huh?
3: you, you see what you see this 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 Check makes me better. Than it it's did. slightly
1: above minimum wage, Hong Kong.
3: Take we, that. We, got a, we legitimately got a villain on the podcast once because Pan talks shit about the Powerpuff Girls. Which Powerpuff yeah, Girls. Yeah, that's right.
2: The Neros Q episode is still one of my favorites. Well, wait, wait, wait. Talk shit about which Powerpuff Girls? The There's reboots. a big difference. Oh, the reboot. Rebo-
4: the reboot sucks. Horse dick. That's yeah. fine.
3: That's wow. perfect.
2: Oh, yeah, it's, it, it, it's it's dead now, so it's okay. We don't have to oh, worry about God. it. But yeah, but here's, but yeah, the, guys, here's the
3: saga recap. Essentially, what happened was, um, Pan reviewed it, didn't like it, and no. this nearest Q whoa, guy. Whoa, whoa, hang on, hang on, hang on.
1: He, I made, like, a, a section in the top ten, like, this, a segment of, like, ten worst reboots, and, like, it, it was a minute long of the Powerpuff Girls, and this guy takes this one-minute segment and breaks it down for ten minutes and just, like, tells me why I'm wrong.
2: We basically just bought him, brought him on and challenged his logic, and it was one of the funniest episodes we did because it's, like, Izzy and Jim desperately trying to talk to a brick wall of, like, <laughs> illogical, like, recursive logic. It's so funny. I love how on the
4: internet, how you just can't let people have other opinions. It's, oh man, I I love this Powerbuff Girls show and this guy didn't like it. Let me pretend I'm the Grim Reaper and go on his (laughs) show and start shit-talking him. That'll change his mind. Ah!
3: He was messaging artists on Tumblr, telling them, like, how to change their art styles. Or, like, there's a YouTuber that had, like, uh, feminine poses or a feminine design but a masculine voice and he was just like you can't do this this is not how this works you have to you have to put feminine with feminine and not blah, blah, blah. and it was just like really weird <laughs> so is he an obsessive
4: we... compulsive trying to rearrange his mind like green goes with green
2: goes with green goes with the jet ge- he, he has a very strict gender binary it seems uh. if i were to like if i were to like wear a dress i feel like mm-hmm. it would Make make him like delete system thirty two in his brain. Well we
4: all are wearing dresses <laughs> right now,
2: right? That was literally in the yeah. contract uh, for me to come on the show. Uh-huh. I, I'm wearing like uh like leather like did you, did you see the fifth element? I'm wearing that thing. That le- Oh, that, that fucking weird, outfit
4: <laughs> where she's like naked for a few seconds and then it covers her titties and vagina perfectly for some reason.
1: Yeah. And like gives tits. her a thigh
2: gap. Yeah. <laughs> it somehow gives her no, a thigh gap. I'm thinking I'm thinking of like the Miley Cyrus uh, like thon that's like made out of like some weird plastic or something. Oh wait, do you mean the okay. the Britney Spears?
4: Uh, Oops, I did it again. Suit which is made out of squeaky plastic and she could like probably yeah, slide her way yeah. out the studio. Yeah, I know that outfit.
1: You okay, Pan? I'm just thinking about the Todd McFarlane looking kid that Nero's Q like. I'm sure he's he's the only Todd McFarlane fan that's still out there. You know. Yeah. Todd
2: McFarlane's Facebook is great though. Sometimes he'll like do drawing tutorials and he's where he's like really sarcastic and like. I'm gonna show you how to draw Superman. It's actually super easy. Then he like oh. makes like a masterpiece and it's like, fuck you, Todd, bitch. <laughs> hey Todd, why don't you don't give Todd, a why don't shit. you come on the podcast? You come on Todd, you fucker. Join the podcast. Let's we'll see how you No, get, deal. Yeah,
4: fuck you, Todd. Oh.
2: Todd. Oh,
1: you, don't, you don't need Todd McFarlane, let me, let me tell you, I, I made Spawn, it's a great movie, it's a great movie, it's PG-13. Stop talking I like John out. Leguizamo. <laughs> That's how Todd McFarlane talks. <laughs> Not everybody sounds like John Leguizamo. <laughs> Todd McFarlane does. But what if
4: everyone oh did God. sound like John
2: Leguizamo, would the earth go to a standstill?
1: Oh, hey guys, it's me, John Leguizamo from Ice Age.
2: <laughs> I feel like it turned turn out like that one... Like that one Fairly Odd Parents episode where everybody's a gray blob. Some one of them was like, "We're the grayest and the blobbiest." Like somebody's the most John Linguazamoiest.
1: Mm-hmm.
4: <laughs> oh no!
2: Do you think that like actual John Linguazamo would become
4: like punished John Linguazamo? He like looks over the city. He's like, "This was my world, but now it's me." And like just he's he's really upset that he's no longer unique. Oh, no one knows who he is
1: now. There's too many Johns.
2: He was going to get a biopic TV show, but instead, he went to go make the Super Mario Brothers movie because he thought he was too good for TV. Oops.
3: Yeah. (laughs) Uh, He's in the Citizen Kane of video game movies. I think he made the right choice. What the
1: fuck is he doing now, anyway? This reminds me, like, during uh, the Super Mario Brothers, like, 20th anniversary or something, Charlie Guizamo went on camera in his little studio and said, hey, guys, it's so nice that it's the 20th anniversary. Sorry, um, Dennis Hopper and... um, um, who's the other guy? Who's Bowser and Mario Hoskins. in those movies? Bob, Hos- Bob, Bob Hoskins. Bob Hoskins couldn't be here. Yeah, it's just like this sad video where it's like, wow, the other actors are dead, and John Wick the only main guy that survived.
4: What the fuck happened you know? to John Leguizamo now? What does he do? Ice Age. They still make jo- those. Oh, it's in John Wick.
3: Wait, he was in John Wick? Yeah, he's a John Wick's mechanic. Wasn't he one of the drag queens in Two Wong Fu? I don't know what that is. You don't know what Tu Wong Fu is, Aw. No, poor boy. It's John
4: Leguizamo's side project. He went to uh, it's... he went to China and said, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna raise up this uh, this little family here. I'm gonna call it whatever the fuck you just called it. I don't remember the name."
3: Tu Wong Fu. It's <laughs> yeah, a movie one. about uh, Patrick Swayze, Blade, or what you know, Wesley Snipes, and uh, John Leguizamo as drag queens going on a road trip. It's hilarious. All my favorite people.
4: Well, Wesley Snipes is coming back super hard, right? Isn't he starting to pop up in movies again? Is he? I think I he remember. is. He was in, um. oh, fuck. There was some big movie that just came out, and Wesley Snipes has a sizable role in it. Oh, I think the audio's gone on the stream. I,
2: I know oh, I'm, I'm fixing, fixing it. it. I'm trying to quick, fix it.
4: Quick, everyone shit talk the
2: audience then. What's your guys' favorite racial slurs? Oh, I wrote them down just so I wouldn't miss any. <laughs> yeah well everybody everybody throws the n-word on top of me because i mentioned the term once or twice so mm-hmm. first adventure mm-hmm. time and now pizza party <laughs> yeah i remember when adventure time dropped the n-bomb it was weird yeah adventure yeah. time Ta- adventure time crashed and burned yeah it was just awful just like we yep. all suspected it would
4: it was that fucking scene where jake and finn were looking over the horizon at the bubblegum war and he just he just looked at him and went jake I, I wish they'd stop acting like, and then he just dropped that end bomb and I couldn't believe they did it. It was brave. <laughs> Whoa. It was brave. And That's crazy. Very weird. Damn. It broke new ground. It did. It's subversive, it, it, our expectations. Is, is this where we have to segue into actually talking about Adventure Time ending? I suppose. You God know. damn it.
3: The Transformers will return after these messages.
1: But first, this podcast is supported by Alfredo, our Patreon donator of $100. They want to show off their webcomic, Bongo and Luna. Links below. It's a slice of life comic of a clown ghost girl and a regular ghost girl living in a graveyard full of other monsters. Especially monster girls who get into lewd sexual situations. Give Bongo and Luna a try. It's really cute. It has monster girls. Please, read it. Monster girls. Links
3: below. (laughs) We now return to the Transformers.
2: I mean, I don't have much to say. I only got, like, the bits and pieces. It sounded just like a, um, it had a nice epilogue, but the episode itself was just, like, a regular old episode. Wasn't properly built up or anything.
1: I watched it, but I, ne- I haven't kept up with Adventure Time for a long time, and I'm just like, what's going on?
3: Yeah, same. I watched, like, mm-hmm. one of those, like recap videos before watching it so
4: i
1: Mm -hmm.
3: i
4: kind of dipped out around season four five and uh i I went in i went back into the finale just on a blind jump no recap videos no re-watching episodes our and literally just popped it on and uh the thing that really hit me was uh when marceline and princess bubblegum just started making out and i went okay i guess they're gay now i I didn't know that all right cool i mean it was fine i didn't care but it was it was just like oh I, I didn't know that that was happening. All right.
2: Sure. Yeah, they, uh, they've been trying to build that up forever now, and it finally paid off in the very last possible season. Good just shit. Things seem to work out, but yeah.
3: I mean, honestly, the kiss was really underwhelming, considering yeah. that like all the stuff that Steven Universe has done at this point, not to bring up Steven Universe, but I feel like we've had like so much queer representation to have this like it felt underwhelming because the, the angle they chose to do it at was so weird that you could cut out two frames and it would look like they're just hugging, which is probably what they did for uh, international reruns. See,
4: I, I, I agree with you on that because they they also had the kiss sound effect, which, you know, is like, hey, they're kissing. I mean, they could just change that audio and you wouldn't know. But mm-hmm. I, I kind of, on the same token, ad- admired that it was in a way underwhelming because it's like, hey, they're gay, but that's not the focus of the whole thing, you know, it's like they, yeah, it was, it was a good wrap up or a good, like, yep, this happened, but they didn't harp on it as like, cause I mean, there was a lot of shit going on in that episode,
2: you know? Mm-hmm.
4: It, so leave, leave it yeah. to
2: adventure time to have a finale where like 12 million different things are going on and they all get resolved in the most underwhelming way possible.
3: <laughs> well, I, uh, well, I think what Hugbees was trying to say is that like, um, if queer representation becomes less of an event and just a regular day of life, then we have achieved what we've been working for. You know, it's been yeah, normalized. Like I, I didn't want
4: the scene to be like, as soon as they kissed, a big banner rolled across the sky and said, they're gay, get over it.
2: Like, I, th- I think it was fine how yeah. they did it, you know?
4: And, uh, I, I will I must... say though,
2: though, no, go ahead, Nolan. Oh, sorry. I was just going to add, I, I didn't like how it was, how the scene was boarded. Like, cause like they have been building this up the whole series, that bubble gum and Marceline were a thing. And now they're a thing again, like they got over all their issues and they can finally be together. But, like, the way they boarded it was just shot, reverse shot, then, uh, like, a medium, no, not medium shot, like, a long shot of them just kissing, and it's, like, kind of voyeuristic and, like, really not intimate at all, which is is what it should have been. And mm-hmm. I'm just kind of like, Why, why'd you do it like that? I mean, the international thing makes sense to me, like, that theory, but at the same time, if you're going to go for it, like, go for it, you cowards, you fiends. But, um... <laughs> The only real
4: Go offense ahead. I took to the episode though was uh they they got the classic uh the classic we gotta fill everyone in syndrome for the finale where uh, mm-hmm. I'm sure you guys know about the family guy where when Brian got died that bullshit with like our dog Brian Griffin is dead and like all that all <laughs> the garbage they try to do for plot consistency. the one time where I was like, oh God, they couldn't have done that better is when uh Gunter got the wishing crown and and jake had to come in from the sign and go don't let him wish by the way i forgot to tell everyone if you could listen to me he's an even space alien trapped in a penguin don't forget this plot point it's like oh (laughs) all right we really needed to be you know ham-fisted that i just thought that was weird i
1: completely forgot what that is about gunter If anything it's like what
4: Huh? Yeah, it just felt unnecessary. Like, I thought I thought the whole point with Gunter was like, he's he's evil. He's secretly super evil. And I was like, OK, I, I get that. And they could express that with context clues. But then Jake has to deliver a 20 minute monologue on how, oh, by the way, he is an evil space alien from the planet Zoltan, who is going to do evil things. Like, it I just felt unnecessary. It felt like well, it,
3: it would set up a romantic. joke.
1: It's too on the nose.
4: Yeah. I, yeah. yeah. And I, I did like the joke, but I, I agree with Pan. I think it was a little too direct. Yeah. You know, it kind of <laughs> it kind of took me out a little bit. You know, but, like it, um, was, it, it was clearly the writing room going, well, the kids aren't going to know if they're not paying
2: attention or the adults, you know, like, you know, it felt a little forced. Nick Tendo, uh, shout out to Nick Tendo YouTube.com uh, also did an Adventure Time recap, and he pointed out that that was like an actual episode that Gunther was an evil space alien who was turned into a uh, penguin by the gods of the adventure time universe. And he spent eternity roaming around earth and Ooh being a penguin. And to me, that's just kind of like, cause when I look back on like all the Gunther jokes where he's just kind of like a fucked up evil penguin for some reason, like with a uh, Hudson, the vampire dad, it's just kind of like, well, it's not really that funny anymore because you gave it all this baggage that it didn't need. It's just like it's, he was funnier when he was just the evil penguin. And to mm-hmm. me, that's like emblematic of Adventure Time's like bigger problems in general. Like people are like, oh, it's a slice of life show. And then I'm like, well, what about all this lore shit here? And they're like, oh, just ignore that.
4: Yeah. And I'm like, oh, no,
3: you can't, I you can't that, do that. Uh...
4: I had that same problem on kind of the whole with it because I, I was flashing back to just my my young days as a little youthful skipping home from school to watch Adventure Time, where uh remember the first episodes where it was like the whole plot is Finn finds some businessmen and some ice and then they fuck off and that's the whole plot, or Finn Finn goes to meet a magician and he curses him to talk backwards or I don't know something and that's the whole plot. Now Adventure Time's like we begin at the. Th- eve of this dawning hour as these characters enter the play from the previous action. It's like, you know, they try to get everything together into a concise package, but there's a lot of stuff that if you're not paying attention, you just lose a lot of the meat of it. Like, uh, I didn't mm -hmm. even... Oh, sorry, go ahead. ahead.
3: Uh, All I want to say was, I think a lot of the characters are a lot more charming when you don't know their lore. Yeah. Like, you know, when, when Jake's just a magical transforming dog and you don't know he's half alien or some shit, and or like the Mr... What was it? The peppermint is like an evil guy. That's fun. A gunter being an evil penguin. Yeah, that's yeah. that's adorable.
4: The uh, the whole the, thing the, with uh, Fern, the uh, I, I guess that's the Finn grass blade turned into a monster man. And, and yeah, I, his clone. Uh, yeah, I have literally never seen Fern before watching this finale. I knew of the grass blade, but that was it. And then it came in <laughs> and I was like, oh, he's a cool little grass monster. That's apparently a clone of Finn. That's great. But then towards the end of the episode, they're like, I have to get this octopus off of his body because that'll give him a body. But it's bad. And now we're at the beach. And I was like, well, yeah, if I kept up with the show, this would have meant something to me. But I don't know what the fuck's going on.
2: It's I honestly just like like it just became so like self-absorbed in its own like nonsensical bullshit. Like I remember I think my dropping off point was the Lemon Hope two parter. Which came either after or right before Betty, which was like a really, really rushed and poorly thought out episode where Betty gets put into ooh. But it was like Lemon hope, and all it was was just these dumb dream sequences that were just like, guys, it's so deep. We're so deep. It was like a it was like a college student was like, oh man, I'm gonna write like a screenplay for a show, and it's gonna be so deep, you guys, and it wasn't deep at all. And it was just kind of embarrassing to watch. Um, I just like I said, like, Adventure Time was so much more appealing when it was like the adventures of a boy and his dog and there's like more stuff going on like right outside of their grasp. And now it's instead a, a a half alien dog born from the head of his dad that was impregnated by a weird stretchy space alien and this mutated um, post nuclear apocalyptic boy who also lost his arm multiple times and has been possessed and it has like multiple lives and spirits and shit deal with the fallout of nuclear war. It's like, what the fuck are you talking about? that uh, yeah like, i didn't make I, a I didn't make a lick of that up that was all that's all canon that's all I, stuff i, I
4: showed when the uh i loved when the lore was very much uh just show don't tell where it was like it's a post nuclear apocalypse and there's remnants of the real world like harking back to i bring it up because the businessman episode was one of my favorites of the whole series because it's like they're businessmen frozen in ice they're from before they they only know the business world and this and that it's like you can piece together you know, the mushroom wars, uh, mushroom clouds and this and that, they never explicitly mm-hmm. say they were nukes, but you can piece together that's where this world came from, and it was so much cooler when, yeah, mm-hmm. you, when, when you didn't get all the pieces, you know, it's like, it, it's cool to just leave stuff to the imagination or kind of you can see where the connections are, but if they tell you everything, then it's like, okay, well, now it's just a storybook. Now I'm just waiting for the next part. There's nothing else for me to discover or think about, you know?
2: Yeah, that's, that's a problem with like a lot of shows now even like bigger productions like uh i'm thinking like moffat doctor who and sherlock where it's like uh oh wow geez uh boy you sure better stick around for the next episode where we answer that question we didn't really think about and then they just keep stringing you along until you get disappointed multiple times <laughs> and and again i i'm only reiterating this because i absolutely hate this uh Defense for Adventure Time that it's better as a slice of life show. No, stop that. Squirt my water bottle on you. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yoga chip.
0: What? What time is
2: it?
3: Oh my gosh.
0: What time is it? Adventure Time? Yeah,
3: man. A new cartoon this April on Cartoon Network. I don't know. I I I legitimately think that Adventure Time was its best when it was kind of random humor. Um, But I don't think it really needed explanations or anything like you said just a boy and his dog going adventures and it's weird kooky some really weird dialogue that doesn't make any like normal sense uh but it's quirky and could be put on a shirt that was season one's the adventure
4: time for me i really miss when adventure time just didn't give a fuck about overarching or points where episodes would literally end where jake would just fart and the, the episode would end or literally, episode yeah. would end when they go. Hey, we've finished it. What do we do now? And I don't know. Finn would go. Let's break stuff. And the last scene would them just be them breaking shit in their treehouse for no reason because th- <laughs> there's no point. It's just a fun little adventure show. I, that's I, that was definitely my favorite yeah. as well. When it was that kind of. I time. feel the
1: problem was it's essentially yeah. too many cooks in the kitchen. Where I, I, I feel like Adventure Time started when like uh, social media was really picking up, and we finally knew who each individual artists were working on these shows, and you can tell. each of them had an influence on the show and they all shaped into something and it just developed into something completely different as it went along. And I don't know. It's just, it feels like they didn't really have a consistent plan. They thought, Hey, let's try this lore thing and see where this goes.
3: Right. I've, I've legitimately thought about it a lot. Like, I don't know why adventure time of all shows had me thinking about this, but um, I'm really curious of what the season one writer's room, if you could like freeze them in time and then bring them to the present and, like, talk to them about, like, what their plans for if they had to make a finale today. If it would have lined up at all. Like, like where was the ship going in season one versus where it I don't ended? think they
1: had a plan, really. I think they just mm-hmm. were just making fun episodes and thought, hey, let's just
2: try the lore thing. They, the way they wrote episodes they did, like, or at least came up with them were drawing games. Like, they would draw a picture and then they would toss it to somebody else and they would try to come up with, like, a beat plot for it. Like... This happens. This happens, and then it finishes with this.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: So all of the uh, all of the uh, episodes were created via fun drawing games, which works for a cartoon that's episodic, funny, has like a random sense of humor, idiosyncratic. Yeah. 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 But but like they never really changed their tactics for plot related stuff. I feel mm-hmm. like they don't have they didn't have a very organized like story room or anything because i remember asking on adam muto's uh sprint fm way back in the day and i was like so how do you guys plan out and they're like no we just right by the seat of our pants and then he deleted it and i'm like hmm wonder why that is <laughs> of course i can't i can't bring that up because it's anecdotal evidence now but take it with however you want i remember it happened if you don't want to yeah. believe me that's fine i don't care but yeah
3: <laughs> i have a question uh how do you guys feel about the the Finn and Jake, future proxies. Uh, I forgot. What I their love names. them. They were my yeah. favorite part
4: of the whole episode. I'm sad that we don't get to see more of them. I thought they were awesome. What was it
3: again? What was <clears> that? that?
2: Sherman pup. I think. I'll
1: write those things.
3: Sherman
2: Bat- dog princess, Sherman or Bat- puppy Bat-
3: princess, or something.
2: Yeah, I, I like that because it's the idea of the theme song. The fun will never end. It's there's mm-hmm. just going to always be more adventures. Yeah. Like that's cute. I like that, and I like how also. Um, they end it with like, everybody just keeps having adventures even after the Gumball War, or whatever the fuck. So it's like they're still doing stuff. like they, they can come back to it whenever if they wanted to. Not that they should. Yeah, they shouldn't. Yeah. The thought that like Finn and Jake are out there still having adventures is kind of comforting. I like that that's what they chose to end it.. Yeah. I mean, that was
4: that was 100 percent intentional, though, because even then the, uh, the last shot is uh, Sherm holding up the sword, literally a redraw of the original title screen. I mean, it, it's clear that from the whole intention was like, hey, you know, they're, everyone's doing their own thing, but then these guys are doing their own thing. I, I I can appreciate a world where you establish it enough that when it ends, you still get this good head sense of like, yeah, things are still happening or, oh, here's something that would happen or what they would do and this and that, you know. Mm-hmm. It ended, but it doesn't truly end. It's a, it's a good way to end that kind of show where the whole point is, you know, there's always stuff going on. There's always... Vibrate. I don't know life in this world I'm I yeah. like a bumbling idiot, but I hope I get across what
2: I'm trying to I say I get you no, no, you don't it, it It's poignant mm-hmm. I agree I, it, it's it's a very comf- it's a comforting thought. It's a comforting ending.
1: I remember this like uh making of documentary for Samurai Jack when it first premiered. Uh, they said, some artist said, uh yeah, I don't know what actually happens to Jack ultimately i almost I almost don't
4: want to know. I just want to keep having adventures with Jack.
2: <laughs> he, he didn't have a great Christmas, did he?
1: <laughs> Look, it's he got you know. Well, it's fine.
2: He kind of does. He Jack does kind of have more adventures. Like he's still immortal, and and the ending shot where he's under the cherry blossom tree, and it the the mist slowly parts, and you see this great expanse. I feel like it's the same type of ending, just a lot more. Somber. Also, a few um, yeah. I think people are too hard on season five.
3: 5 y'all. I agree. I, I, I agree. Stand by I it. agree. I can't. I, I just I, I would be okay with it if they just added like another five minutes of like a montage of seeing Jack, like one, confirming that Jack is still immortal. And then two, seeing him in the future and seeing kind of proxies, because obviously the same characters wouldn't exist without Aku fucking up everything. But I would really have liked to see him kind of become a wandering samurai walking around and just seeing like uh good versions or like happy versions of the characters he ran into, because otherwise Every time he ever stopped and didn't jump into a portal and fought something was undone. It makes it so redundant. I feel like that's what the final shot
2: was supposed to imply with the ladybug, because he just lets it go. And then the missed imp- the parts, there's a big expanse, everything's sunny and happy. Jack's still immortal because it's still the same Jack. Like, he didn't go back in time and erase himself, and then a the new Jack took his place. It's still the same Jack. Well, so I to mean, me, it's I'm kind of... I, I would have agreed. I agree. I would have liked to see him meet proxies, but like I can feel like they try to imply that. So that's good enough for me. I'm not saying it's an, an amazing ending, but I think it gets too much shit.
3: Well, I don't I think know if that's true it. or not, though, about whether, whether or not he's immortal. I know that you're like implying it, but with the time being fixed, while he has all his memories and such, I, we don't know if like whatever time effect of him going through the portal with him back in the proper time is that more mortality glitch or curse still there the, uh,
2: the implication is that he traveled in time therefore he's immortal that's the implication it was like a, a curse Aku had on him so I'm but assuming Aku's it's dead. still stuck yeah but like I'm assuming it's just a glitch that sticks with him let's, let's go ask Gendy let's go travel yeah. to like fucking Burbank what, right now everybody hop into my car just...
4: yeah we'll go there and he'll, he'll be in the middle yeah, of Star she- Wars and say, I already moved off from that piece of shit. Um, <laughs> Didn't didn't Gendy say in interviews that he always wanted the ending to be Jack gets married and it, it was kind of somber? Like, he always said from the beginning that he wanted the ending to be kind of a conclusive, just,
2: you know, this is the end of the warrior type thing. Maybe. The end of his long-ass fucking journey, and it ends with yeah. his GF at Gurren Lagann. Lagan. Yeah. <laughs>
4: The, the the big thing with it, though, is that I, I think it ended how it kind of had to like it, it. It's hard to say that it made sense, but it, it did the way they kind of set everything up. I think the big problem that everyone has with it that they kind of don't pull out to be objective is those first three episodes were just so fucking good, especially mm-hmm. in comparison to the tone of the other episodes and it coming back and this and that how were they going to live up to starting like that? You know, what ending Mm -hmm. could you pull out to be as good as you got this grand revival, this 10 year comeback, this entire new direction that stills faithful to the old one, these really well-directed written sequences, this whole new character shift with Jack finally killing humans and this and that you have so much going on in such quality. It's like, what the fuck kind of ending are they going to pull out to even, but live up to that, you know? I
3: got you. Let him keep the goddamn beard all the way through. Yeah! That, was, yeah, that yeah. was one of the things that fucking turned me off so hardcore is when he got the sword back and all of a sudden he's clean shaved. I was like, no, yeah. let's not go back to the first series character model. I, and he got his nipples back, I think. Why is reason. he white? Why is he white, those fucking racists?
4: Oh, God. I completely agree. I completely agree.
2: I will. I will say...
4: go ahead go ahead i mean i I I was just gonna make a dumb comment on that i think that the absolute turning nosedive point of that is when he grabs the sword and he's just back to normal and the show's just like yep we're going back to this again here we go also
3: they um didn't they have an episode where the guy said like he couldn't walk through the portal because it wasn't his time and then they showed like a fast forward i think if they would have somehow ended on that i think that would be really satisfying because it would have literally the uh
4: the big tough blue bodyguard guys like oh it's not your time samurai and like they show jack being this kick-ass king and doing all these adventures i wish that the last shot of the show was him like do you guys agree with me i thought about this for a while after it ended i think that the best way they could have ended it was later in the final episode they're they're like okay jack go back in time go go save the day go fight a coup and he's like nah, fuck that dude like that I'm I live here now I'm the samurai of the future I'm going to we stopped a coup and now we got to fix the world because I'm not going to abandon all you guys and this and that and then I mean the final shots like him being that cool warrior king and leading you know the world oh,
3: 100% I'm with yeah.
4: you I think that would have been a much more compelling ending and an actual evolution of Jack's character mm-hmm. I got to
1: the show's uh, not actually over technically cuz um for the original series, it, it ended on episode 52, and the new series, the first episode, is episode 70, I think. So they intentionally left several mm-hmm. episode numbers blank in between, so it, there's still some unfinished things. So I'm curious
4: when they'll... So they're going to pull a Star Wars? Yeah. And it's going to come out and suck ass and oh. ruin it? Oh, no. no. George Lucas is going to direct it? Oh, <laughs> we got a scene here with Samurai Jack, and he he's he's grown a beard, and he has a nice hat, and uh, he tries to save the kids from the evil uh, the evil Accumulus. Didn't gonna rule the galaxy.
1: I mean, didn't like uh, George Lucas not like uh, the two D Clone Wars. So I guess this is his revenge.
4: Your <laughs> I that'd be insane though because the 2d clone wars was great and also made by kennedy tarkovsky yeah so i guess this
1: is his revenge and he it's like it's my turn now to make a uh, samurai joke let's
4: see how you like it you didn't put jar jar in the clone wars this is this is my revenge for that
2: oh. <laughs> i remember how Gendy made uh general grievous way too fucking cool so um what they do is they have uh Fucking Mace Windu like strangle his heart or something, and he's like, oh, <clears> and now that's why he's coughing and stuff in episode three. Yeah, it's because Genny made him too cool. So, um, George was like, We make him weaker, make him make him worse. Yeah, he sh-
4: and then they made him they wanted cool. to, uh, then they wanted to completely get rid of any coolness factor by having his response to seeing Kenobi go, General Kenobi, and I don't know, the the most like, What am I inviting you to dinner because I'm a pirate king? line like, Jesus. What the
2: fuck were they thinking with that whole
0: thing? Mm-hmm.
2: I uh, All I can think of, like, the best thing about Star Wars, period, is that because of one throwaway line in uh, The Revenge of the Sith where um, General Grievous says he's meeting Anakin for the first time, like, in the Clone Wars, like, 3D series, they have to contrive ways for them not to meet, even though they're, like, figureheads in a giant war. And they're they could have met several times. That's just like the best thing to me, because they have to be like, okay, Anakin and general, Gravis cannot meet. And we have to make this season. We have to make this show last for many, many years. (laughs) God damn it. (laughs) And it's coming back. So funny. Yeah. Yeah,
1: that's yeah, I mean, What was When that show premiered, what were your guys' thoughts on it? Because like, I was like, this, is, this ain't Gandhi Tartakovsky. What's, what the, what's the point of this thing? It looks like Team America. Team America. They're both kind of based on Thunderbirds, so it, made, it all made sense. I, I progressively grew to love it.
3: I'm sorry. I checked out. You guys were talking about Star Wars.
1: Well, we, well, you know, it's Star Wars The Clone Wars. You know, that's a show that's coming back. You know, it's relevant.
4: Oh, no, I know. I just don't really care
3: for Star uh, Wars.
2: I'm gonna I'm gonna throw myself uh. under the bus. I haven't seen this premiere. It, I, I knew of, of he, it, but it, I haven't seen any footage. Izzy, are you gonna are you gonna throw a fit and leave a call like Panda?
3: No, I'm an adult.
2: <laughs> okay. <laughs> um on the subject of Clone Wars though, I didn't see much of it, but I hear like George like wanted the animation to look super good. So like they they were operating on a loss pretty much. Yeah. George, it was just a passion project of George's, so he was like, I just want the animation to look really good. So I'm going to spend a lot of money on it. It was an art style that was kind of divisive. Yeah, then he tried to make the Robot Chicken style Star Wars show, and that didn't work.
1: Uh, Oh, like, I'm hoping they release that once that Disney streaming service comes about.
2: They never will. No. Disney will never do it. Believe. Disney hates you. Believe. Believe, I believe, I believe. Yeah,
1: I mean, I, like, I didn't keep up with the uh, Star Wars, the CG Clone Wars, but um, I, from what episodes I saw, it was pretty good. And surprisingly, they were very violent on this show. Like, they were
4: flat oh out God, like I stab forgot people that show on camera. Even fucking existed. Yeah. Wow, yeah. I, tot- I forgot that show even existed. Wow, is that the show where like the the what's the Star Wars alien with the big long tentacle head and they got like orange faces? Oh do yeah, you know, do you know that girl, I, yeah, orange girl. Jedi she's like important you I know, know what you're referring about. to yeah isn't there like a scene in there that everyone makes fun of cause like she's surrounded by a bunch of stormtroopers and they're like we've got you surrounded you're fucked and then she just like off camera jumps and they're all dead or something and it's like really terrible animation like I see it talked about a did lot did they shoot each other? maybe it was that I don't I know mean, if they miss all the time they probably shot at each other yeah they probably said you know what fuck this and just started taking each other out she can't take us out <laughs> oh. if we take us out.
2: No. Yeah. Okay. Go on your own terms. <laughs> okay. So I don't. What, we can't bore Izzy, so we need to come up with a new new uh, subject. Uh, oh
3: no! You guys talk about what we want to talk about. It's totally cool. Like, what I, if
2: Samurai Jack was yeah. in Star Wars? Oh my god! <laughs> Is that a fucking Star Wars?
4: Oh my god. Mace Window is basically Samurai Jack. We can move on. I am also I am also a grumpy old man who fucking hates Star Wars by this point. Didn't say
3: Oh, hey, I got a question for everybody. Uh, yeah. What's a video hmm. game you've been playing this week? Mostly because I want to talk about Hollow Knight.
4: Because when I when I'm having a good time, when I'm having a good day, and I want to smile, I've been playing Yakuza Zero. I, I want to play Yakuza. I, oh uh, Yeah. God, they're so goddamn good. There is nothing more hype in this universe than actually getting into Yakuza.
2: Oh, I really want to. Yeah. Yeah. I I want to play the mission where I beat up ABDLs. Y- Yakuza is the game where
4: he grabs a handful of nails, like actual like carpentry nails, and puts them in a guy's mouth and then uppercuts his jaw, and he's fine. Like, <laughs> like he walks it off. Yeah. Um,
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. One of my fans donated to me Yakuza, and I'm like, I gotta play this soon.
4: They're so fun. Oh, they're, they're just pure unrelenting fun from start to finish.
2: I'm, I'm excited to play them. I just gotta buy them. But, but I just bought Spider-Man, so... Oh is Spider it fine as well? Uh, oh. it's so much fun I love it
4: Oof. Spider-Man is a great Oh game. man See I was I was going to say on the other side of the coin when I when I'm feeling bad I'll play Spider-Man cuz I am really unimpressed with it I hate I hate to be the Debbie downer I'm I'm not
2: digging it what? Ooh. No, that's fine. I'm just why? curious as to why. Like, it's been getting a lot of praise, so I'm I'd like to hear a detractor. So, so I'm I'm only like five six hours
4: in, so I I'm still going to play it. I'm still I'm still into it. I'm not going to dismiss it or be like, oh, you know, I'm doing the early shit. It sucks. I it just it feels like an Arkham game, which is one of my it favorite is. series. It is. It feels like an Arkham game, which is one of my favorite <laughs> series, but one that they had to cram every modern games must have this checklist item into. Like, yeah. like, it's like you need the you need the radio towers because fuck exploring the city. Just point out where everything is. You need the backpacks, which are collectibles, but then you can push the radar button and it points to exactly where the backpack is. So fuck trying to find it. And just just go walk up to it. You need the you need the free flow combat, which you know Arkham did really well. But the problem is that Spider Man is aerial based, so you can just spam
2: knocking dudes off of roofs or into the water just over and over again, which is what I've been doing Unless, every fight. Unless, you, you, unless that's not an option, because sometimes they'll huddle closer to the center of a building or something. That is true,
4: and I'm guessing that later in the game, there's enemies you can't do it to, so I'm not I'm not harping on that one, but so far, literally every mm-hmm. fight, I've just been like, I'm going to keep knocking these guys into the walls or off the wall or off the ceiling, because they just instantly mm-hmm. die. Um, I, I don't know, I just... I, I'm not impressed, and I think the problem is it's a good game. I think it is actually a good game, but with all the hype around it, I'm not, I'm not on board yet. I'm not, I'm not
2: with it. That's your problem right there, my friend. Never buy into the hype train ever. Just have, mm-hmm. my, have your... Yeah. Keep your own expectations in check, is what I do, and I usually have fun with most right. games. Now um, that,
4: uh, now that will, the entire... No, do... oh, go ahead. Go ahead.
2: I was just going to say I agree with your critiques of the game and wanted to add that um, the stealth is completely irrelevant. Like you don't even need it.
4: And, and you move and at like, such fucking mock speed when you're trying to line up stuff. You either like run at a thousand miles an hour or creep at a snail's pace. It's, it's so it, mm-hmm. bad. Man's stealth worked in Arkham because his moveset was intuitive to it. With Spider Man, it's like all the movement is based around swinging fast and running at a thousand miles an hour. So you try to translate that to stealth, and it, it's just clunky. I've missed
2: so many takedowns because I'm just fumbling with trying to make him stop yeah but but like also with arkham like getting caught was a huge like deal because Mm -hmm. gunshots can take you out really quickly and like there are multiple armed guys so unless you're not if you're not careful you will die very fast and you'd have to like miss avoid them but with spider-man it's like oh spider-man can take a little bit of damage and he can also dodge and like he has a very very good combat system that caters to like avoiding gunshots and Mm -hmm. stuff so it's like if you get caught, you might as well just beat them up because by the time you try to avoid them and lose them, like you you would have just beaten them up already and moved on. And not so. only that,
4: but uh, my favorite new feature of the whole game is you remember in Batman when you had to plan your stealth takedowns, you had that you had the detective vision, but you'd be like, well, I can't choke that guy out. His friend will see me or shoot me or, oh, that guy's got a radar on him. If I if I knock him out, everyone will know. <laughs> Do you enjoy how in the new Spider-Man game? Literally, there's a little little sign above every enemy that says safe to take down not safe to take down so you don't even have to think about it anymore
2: i i I think that was a thing in arkham though at least one of them i i feel like they just they just did it differently but i could be wrong i maybe i'm thinking that some enemies that don't have weapons are highlighted in blue and others in red maybe yeah but the
4: the thing with that is that's guns i mean in spider-man it's literally they have a little sign and it says either danger or safe and it's if you take this guy down you will be seen or not be seen like it literally tells you you don't have to. I, yeah, that, I don't.
2: I don't, I feel like though that's like them trying to make up for bad design though, because like mm-hmm. there's no clear way to tell when. Like even when I think, oh, this guy is safe to take down, it'll say danger, and I'm like, wait, really? Like somebody would notice that. And also the camera, like they they design the stealth in a way that the camera is like way too close to you, so mm-hmm. you can't see them. Like usually, like with Batman, Batman will be to like the bottom left corner, and like you'll have all the space on the screen to see and playing out stuff. But with Spider-Man, it's like the camera's like trying to compensate for like these low ceilings or like something else. it's like, God damn it.
4: Yeah. There were times I was
2: climbing up buildings.
4: I mean, there (laughs) were times I was climbing up buildings and I'd try to like scope out the building before I go up so I can plan, you know, who to take down and all that. But the camera just sticks on Spider-Man's ass. So you you literally can't see who's on top of the building. So how are you supposed to plan a stealth attack when it's a stealth mission, when you literally can't see where you're going? But uh, exactly. having, having ranted about all that and literally probably turned every listener against me, I will say I think the swinging is amazingly enjoyable. I think they did a really mm-hmm. good job at the world. And I think the game is fun. I, I think it just it has I, a ton of nitpicks that I'm kind of getting brought down by. But I think overall it is a good and fun game to play.
3: How dare you? Because I, know, you, right? <laughs> I I've hmm. seen previews. You can finger, sh- uh, you do the finger shoot, finger gunning people in the crowd. Yeah. Best game ever. 10 <laughs> out of 10. Sweet. Yeah,
4: really. You can you can have a failed marriage proposal on a movie theater in the game. 10 out of 10. Oh, oh, oh explain oh, was it that. Failed? No.
3: Yeah.
4: And not oh. only that, she started fucking the guy's brother. Oh, <laughs> no, oh. explain that for the audience. Yeah, for those of you who are not caught up on that, uh, some dude was asking, it's Insomniac, right? I think it's Insomniac. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, yeah, he was like tweeting at them like, hey, I'm going to propose to my girlfriend It'd be really sweet, and nice and great. And could you like, I don't know, hide somewhere in there? Will you marry me, Maddie? It'd be it'd mean a lot. And then uh, the game comes out. And uh, not only did they break up weeks before the game released, but apparently she left him for his brother. So
3: um. what a
2: fun <laughs> time all around. <laughs> Oh, I feel so bad. Now they're gonna have to patch that out. What? A, I wonder if they'll patch a joke in. That'd be yeah. that brutal. Just, just just patch in "fuck you, Maddie." Go fuck yourself, Maddie.
4: No, they're gonna patch in "Samurai Jack's ending sucked." <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, even though, even though me and uh, Huggies over here ripped the game apart, I will say on my behalf that I I still enjoyed the game quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Even if it's a little hand-holdy, the combat is pretty... It's, the combat's a bit more difficult than Batman, I'd say. Oh, yeah,
4: yeah, that was where I was impressed. Mm-hmm. I think that uh, it's it's definitely a different feel up to it. I thought they were gonna copy and paste, but there were times where I was really getting fucked because I was so used to Arkham Combat.
1: Oh, how would you compare this to Spider-Man 2 or whatever you feel is the best Spider-Man game?
4: Oh, baby, as a, as a small boy who went to Blockbuster and rented Spider-Man on the PlayStation 1 as one of his favorite games, I can, I can give you some notes. Uh, I, 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 I mean, I, I, I have to say it's definitely the best Spider-Man game ever made so far from what I've read. It's I'm Mm -hmm. being really hard on it because again, kind of bought into the hype and coming from Arkham, which is the same kind of game and one of my favorite series ever made. I had high expectations, but I I do think Mm -hmm. that objectively it is by far the best Spider-Man game and still fun, still good. It's still a quality game. It's just, I think it's a bit rougher than people are giving it credit for.
2: Yeah, I. I it, if anything, it makes me hopeful for its sequel, and I feel like they're gonna improve it all across the board. Hopefully, are they
3: doing like a trilogy? Uh, maybe they
2: might do. They, I think they're setting up an Avengers style type universe thing, like because that's oh. all. Hmm. The, that's oh, you reminded me done. of the other one. Did you leave the music on? What music?
4: The, oh, the no. Spider Man. Okay, yeah, I turned it off because uh, after four straight continuous hours of na na na. Nah, nah, nah. Just blasting in the background as you web swing, I got so agitated with it, I had to mute the music in the game. That, so that, that, here's,
3: that. Like, here's a couple of things I heard about the game um, that I thought was cool. The finger thing was cool, mm-hmm. uh, but like apparently you can get a cell shaded costume in the game where it looks like it's from the comics. Really, I saw screen like like it's so good Sweet. that I saw screenshots. And I thought people drew over it. That is, cool. I haven't unlocked that mm. yet, but
2: I hope to get it soon i feel like you have to beat the game to do that and i haven't beaten it yet
3: okay i have and then... um
2: i i've taken yeah. my time with it and only played it in five hour bursts <laughs> <laughs> and then apparently I, Black I really... Cat's gonna be mm-hmm. in it as dlc or something she's already in it mm. oh okay um, I... but 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 not like her her it's like uh she has you have it can unlock a side quest that revolves around her there's that I'm just one thing I'm glad is that instead of shit like the Riddler trophies, they have variations of it where it's like certain characters have certain like collectibles you can get like the backpacks are my favorite because it's like Spider-Man like reminiscing over old shit. Like this isn't much of a spoiler, but one of them is just like a bag with like a toothbrush toothpaste and deodorant. And he's like, don't have much time to really take care of myself. Got to fit it in when I can. And I'm like, oh, that's so cute. Mm -hmm. because he's constantly working
4: i gotta give them huge props on nailing the feel of spider-man they they definitely did a great job capturing the world and the character and the the presentation of you are spider-man this is the world of spider-man all that shit
2: i'm so glad they chose like a alternate alternative like self-contained continuity Mm -hmm. and like this older Mm -hmm. spider-man instead of like trying to retell the origin story like 50 million times the Peter Thank Parker
4: you. who literally looks like Tom Holland, uh, Toby Maguire, and Andrew Garfield did the
2: fusion dance. <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> he okay, um, hugbies. Is it just me or does um, Peter's eyes look like way too big?
4: Yeah, you he knows that.
2: I, I, every time he's on yeah. screen, I
4: kind of close my eyes. I think he looks really awkward to look at. He's he's uh, he's almost Uncanny Valley,
2: actually. Yeah, away. yeah and it's not even the way he's a- animated or like like portrayed it it's like just how he's modeled like they make his eyes like slightly bigger than normal and it's gross and i hate it stop it no <laughs> <laughs> bad and some
4: yeah did you uh but, um, oh have you, oh the other thing i remembered my actual favorite part of the game have you been taking photos of the landmarks yeah okay the I game have. doesn't the game does not give a shit about how you do it so like i'd go up to i don't know the the, the art museum, and i take a photo of the stairs just in front of it, and they'd be like, oh, you oh, got a guys. photo of the landmark. Good job. I went to Avengers Tower, and I stood on a nearby building and took a photo of the roof of that building, but because the very corner of it had Avengers Tower in it, they counted it. <laughs> I, went, I went to the <laughs> movie theater, and I took a photo of the floor in front of the movie theater, and they counted it. Like it, It's a lot of fun if you haven't done all of them. Just try to find like the, the worst picture you can take that they still count.
2: It's a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah. It, it kind of reminds me of how, like, in The Last of Us, they were like, well, Ellie, we don't want people to hate Ellie. So during stealth section, she's going to run around and, like like, literally just, like, hug a clicker, and it won't bother them. It sort of mm-hmm. reminds me of that where they choose convenience over like yeah. really tedious, busy work, which I guess and is fine, but it's still funny. What
4: what was the uh, what was the guy in Last of Us who had the he had the gay partner and he lived on his own in the in his house? He had the car and he drives you at the end in the middle of the game. Do you guys remember him? He was no, like a friend I don't think and he had were- a. He had
2: all the traps. That was like the first time oh, when he's you... Tommy. No, I no, not. Yeah, no, it was the weird hermit guy. Yeah, the
4: hermit guy. I, I distinctly remember the, the one thing that pulled me out of The Last of Us was the Ellie was kind of bad, but I was like, whatever. Tommy's big thundering footsteps just echo and crash everywhere he goes. So like he'd be running with Ellie and she'd kind of be sneaking around. But then Tommy would run in front of zombies with dum, 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 and they wouldn't even notice it. It's a lot of fun
2: yeah <laughs> but the last of us is a 10 out of 10 experience and is totally not overrated or boring whatsoever <laughs> <laughs> oh don't at me people naughty dogs overrated yeah. Fight me in the stream <laughs> i like that i like that getting Pan, opinions tired what have
1: you been playing oh um one thing I gotta ask about a uh, Spider-Man uh, is it too is it overly like cinematic where they take you out of the gameplay
2: too much? They they have they have a fair bit of cutscenes, but they're paced pretty well. Like none of them mm-hmm. go over like two or three minutes.
4: I'd say sometimes yeah. it gets a bit walking simulatory. Like uh, they hide load times mm. by having you crawl through vents a lot, and uh, there's definitely mm-hmm. cutscenes of I'm walking around now and waiting for the story to progress. But I, I, I think it does a good job of actually keeping gameplay going.
2: Yeah, yeah like i like i like i said i think it's paced yeah. well which is more which is just as important mm-hmm. i'm surprised though that arkham knight like which is a game that came out years ago had more seamless like loading yeah. times than uh, uh spider-man does spider-man's not as op- well optimized as arkham Knight, even though it's a i'd say spider-man is the better game i, I think that's arkham a big, was so disappointing
4: i think that's a big reason that i'm not able to like jump on the huge hype bandwagon of Cascading this game like everyone else. Cause it's like, if this came out in, I don't know, 2012, 13, I'd lose my mind over it. But I mean, again, I don't want a fanboy, but the Arkham series did this exact thing, but I think it just did it better. You know,
2: it's it, we're, we're
4: what, <sighs> four years after, three years after the last one?
2: I, I think they do, I think they're on the same quality. Um, I just think that Arkham City. I think I think Arkham City is the best Arkham game. I agree. I, I completely I per- agree. I prefer I prefer Asylum more because I like horror aesthetics a lot better. And I was really mad when City just ditched it all for like more standard action mm. game fare. But uh, I'd say they're on the same level. But Batman is much more tighter, well paced, has a lot more stuff going on that's different and unique. Mm-hmm. And then Arkham Knight is just kind of like more of that, but blander. Thanks, yeah. Roxton.
4: I, uh, I mean, that, that, that's, that's what's kind of dragging me with Spider-Man. It's like Spider-Man, part of the whole point of a Spider-Man game and what makes a fun Spider-Man game and designing around Spider-Man is the traversal, the, the web swinging, mm-hmm. the running really fast, the moving with your environment, like literally like being Super Mario, but with web swinging. Like, that's fun. Why the shit would you give me radio towers to point out every objective when part of the fun is going around the map? and and walking around the map like i'd rather it just pop up as i'm like i'm web swinging over a crime like side quest and it's like spider-man goes oh shit look there's some crime going on i better web swing down there at some point instead of oh i know there's crime over there because i hacked this radio tower that's fun
2: i feel i feel like um i i don't agree to that extent but i feel like they could have done like a way to like mitigate that like instead of uh pointing out everything on the map it gives you like a sort of uh there are certain missions where it'll give you like a zone where it's like, "Oh, something might be around here. you should go look. Mm-hmm. I feel like they should have done that for every collectible, like depending on the vicinity you're in, you can see like how depending on how close it is, it'll be more pointed out on the map, you know, but if it's farther away, you kind of like have to go explore over in that general direction. Mm-hmm. I feel like that would have been a better balance because right now I do agree that like they do point out stuff way too much for you, like here's this and that and that and that and that.
4: yeah. And the, but, the problem know. is it's a it's a trend that was on the way out. I mean, if you look at, uh, like, Ubisoft is the biggest uh, guilty party of towers that point out everything. I mean, Far Cry 5 comes out, and literally one of the first things they do is have you do one tower, and he goes, all right, that turned every tower online. I'm not going to have you do that again. Ha ha ha. But here comes Spider-Man in, t- you know, 2018, still doing the whole radio tower thing. You know, it, it just feels like they're kind of... It, they're kind of behind, you know. Like it was developed a long time ago and just stuck in the game until it was finished, you know. Mm-hmm. But that's yeah, my opinion, I, I, and I'm a I'm a cynical old man.
2: What can I say? No, yeah, I, I'm I'm just a cynical dude. Everybody gives mm-hmm. me shit for it. I, I will sit, I will sit on my high horse and fall off and break my leg if I have to.
4: Is the high horse named Samurai Jack had a good ending? Yes.
1: In general, I'm just tired of open world games because, like, I, I feel like more should take inspiration from uh, Mario Odyssey. Like I've said this before, but just have all the missions already active, and you can just, and you can just like complete them just by messing around without actually having to talk to someone and accepting a mission. You know?
4: I completely agree. Reward I mean,
1: you I, for just messing around.
4: Like Odyssey, Odyssey is a incredible example of we jammed it full of content, but it's always fun content. Like I like I, when yeah, I was doing yeah. Spider-Man, I fucking hated doing the towers. I literally just did them all as quickly as I could to get them out of the way because I, I hated doing it. But mm-hmm. you can't even see the map until you do it. Mario Odyssey is yeah. just, hey, here's all this content. Do whatever you want. It, it was it was just perfect. Yeah, it's great.
2: Honestly, Odyssey is like a fucking masterpiece. I'm still mad that it's a better Sonic game than the Sonic games they've been making recently. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> Mario has a <laughs> dedicated it... role feature that has proper physics, and yeah. Sonic can't even do, hasn't been able to do that for over a decade, and it makes me mad. Isn't
4: oh. it? A, isn't it sad that the last like four good Sonic games have been Smash Brothers?
2: Um, sure. gener- Generations was good. Uh, Colors was okay. No, here's the thing: Generations is my favorite Sonic game of all time. I think it's one of the best ones because it's like. It cuts out all the bullshit. Like, there is there is bullshit in it, but most of it is optional, so you can just skip anything you don't like and then just play, like, most of the game. It's very tight, condensed fun. And then right after that, they release Sonic Lost World, which is by far one of the worst Sonic games I've ever fucking played. And, God, it made me so mad. Just, like, you, you have the best Sonic game, and then right after that, you go back to your bullshit. Thank you, Sonic Team. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. I hate it. But, um... <laughs> God, but no, but back on Mario Odyssey, I think another mm-hmm. thing is that uh, it's this sort of like weird paradox where people are like, you want a bigger and more stuff to do. And in order to do that, a lot of game designers and developers have to like copy and paste stuff, either that or spend many years and a lot of money. And only Rockstar can do that because they have that <laughs> clout. Yeah. To like yep. make genuinely unique content for such a big open world. But I prefer stuff that's like, Excuse me, more dense and like smaller and just has a lot more stuff to do Mm because most of the fun of Mario Odyssey is just like exploring using Cappy because like he's that versatile and taking over enemies and stuff.
3: Well, the number one thing with Mario is that they always make sure Mario is fun to play with first and then the design levels around that. Right, right. Which is very smart. Uh,
2: Very smart. They did that with the Spider-Man web swinging too. That was the first thing they yeah. got out of the way was to make sure web swinging was fun, and it shows because that's like the most well thought out, fun mm-hmm. part of the game. Like every every little nook and cranny of New York, Spider-Man interacts with in an interesting and unique way, animation or way. Like when you're running on, like when you're running up a wall, if you're running on top of like a uh, uh, fire escapes, like he'll like web onto them and like hop on each individual fire escape. Like it's very meticulous, very mm-hmm. well done. And then at, at, after that, it's sort of like become like then they do the combat and then like the mission. I feel like the mission design, if anything, was the thing they worried about the least because that's where I can see like the least amount of creativity. Like the Oscorp stations are kind of cool. Uh, the backpacks are great. And then everything else is just kind of like crime. Go stop it. Well, I,
4: I was going to go on a different tangent. I didn't want to interrupt your thought. I thought I, thought
2: I was. No, OK, well, uh, go on
4: to, your tangent, I want to hear it to to backpedal a bit, but to go on what you're saying with what you appreciate in game design. If I could, uh, if I could just handily recommend Yakuza 0 again. Let me tell you, the world direction and design is the best I've seen in a game in probably the last five years because it they give you an open world, but it's it's small, it's directed every nearly every building literally has a purpose. And all of it is open. Um, I, it, it's got a ton of minigames and they're fun. And then at, at, at a certain point in the game, not that far into this mission, I was like, I'm going to do karaoke because that sounds fucking rad. And then I, I did like hours of just the karaoke minigame because it's fun. And then and then maybe I'd get 10 more hours into the story and they go, now we have to teach you the t- karaoke tutorial because it's part of the story. I was like, well, I, ar- I already did that because you let me play it. And they're like, we know. But, hey, you know, you had the option. And it's it's just so great because they just they have this whole world where everything has a purpose. Every building can be interacted with. There's something to do. And it's not just, I don't know, like this open nonsense, nothing or bland or just, you know, oh, it's
2: pockmarked with stuff. It, I, I think you would love it. I, I'm highly recommending this game to you. I, I know I absolutely have been interested in Yakuza. It's just that I'm a cheap bastard and I wait until Steam games are on sale to buy them. This time, there's nowhere he can't go. In Spider-Man 2, the game, you have the freedom to go wherever you want, whenever you want. Use amazing new abilities to hop from blacktop to rooftop and save the city one crime at a time. Spider-Man 2, the game, rated T for teen. Somebody asked a question here, which I think we should all answer. Sinji41 says, what's your guilty pleasure game that you play? Like a game that's so bad. Um, like, no, they say, like, what's the game you play when you're having a bad day and just want to escape for a bit? Well, that's not a guilty pleasure game. That's just, like, a comfort game. Like, a guilty pleasure game is, like, a game you know is bad, but, like, you enjoy it anyway. (laughs) Um, I'll go with that one, because that one's a more interesting question. Uh, do you guys have a guilty pleasure game, a game you know is fucking Garbo, but you play it anyway?
3: Not really. (laughs) I, I have such a little amount of time to play actual video games between, like, working all the time that, like, I just try to, like, buy the best games possible, since I'm going to be limiting myself to so much time.
2: Mm-hmm. God, Izzy, I wish I had your organization.
3: <laughs> yeah, that makes too much sense. I like
2: yeah. that. Yeah, I'm... Unfor- I'm not playing as much games anymore. Yeah, I, I'm well, unfortunately but, a fucking mess of human being, so I love playing garbage and watching garbage. My favorite movie, bought... of course, is the Atop the World Wall movie.
3: <laughs> oh, God, please, please never again. But, like... <laughs> <laughs> I, I i like i did buy a couple of two dollar games because they're really cheap mm-hmm. but i never got around to them because when like i said the when i have a chance to play i i do whatever the most exciting game is but uh, i bought some like a punch oh you know what cartoon network punch time explosion xl was like a hell fun, yeah like, shitty game no yeah. that game's yeah.
4: amazing don't shit talk that game I, that game's awesome come
3: at me bro. one thing let's do this <laughs>
2: one thing smash bros clones don't really understand is how flow works like flow is the best part of a smash game and the only like smash bros derivative that got it right was super smash flash 2 <laughs> super flash super mm-hmm. smash flash 2 is amazing by the way like it's a really good fan game please go play it it has an online mode and everything you can like play with friends online with it that's great 10 out of 10 masterpiece mm-hmm.
3: so but, when i um, asked for the you, question of what we were i'm oh, sorry i did interrupt it go ahead, uh, well, fin- go, ahead. go finish find, your thought no no, fine. On, Maybe it will.
2: <laughs> All right. Um, One of my guilty pleasure games, and I hope this shogs some people's memory because it's a classic. It's a game called Facade. It was uh, a... Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, facade, yeah, yeah. A classic. Facade is a very facade. interesting... Uh, I'll explain what it is. Facade is a very interesting tech demo where you're invited to a couple's uh, dinner party, and uh, oh. the couple is on the verge of like a divorce, and... What's so interesting (sighs) about it is that it has a dynamic uh, dialogue system where you can actually type to them, and based on certain keywords you use, they will respond to it in different ways. And it's not—it's not like super super accurate, but it's pretty good. Like it does a pretty good job at reading your dialogue, except there's one instance where you go
0: ahead.
2: It's fun to mess around with and break the game because it is very easy to break it. Like, super easy. Yes, yes. They were were much more interested in the dynamic dialogue system than anything else. There's (laughs) also
4: uh, really easy ways to set off the AI. Like, I think one of them is if you just say the word grape juice, they immediately get
2: incredibly offended and ask you to leave. Well, well, the, there there are certain fail states, like one of them is the couple breaks up, like if you fail to do that, but you can get kicked out of their apartment, and one of the best ways to do that is just to, to type the one singular word, Melon, and then the guy Trip goes, okay, you know what, that's it, you need to leave, go on, no, we'll take care of this, you just have to go, and I think the reason why Melon ticks him off is because Melon is also a slang term for breast, so he might be thinking, oh, you're hitting on my wife, or something,
0: Ah. which is
2: what I think, which is what I think is what happened. And they just didn't program the word to have like different meanings, which is like what the problem was. But yeah. um, That's great. I like facade a lot. It's fun to, it's a lot of fun to fuck around with and play with friends because you just say all this shit to the AI and like, you can get them to fight each other, break apart. You can get the girlfriend to go with you. It's great. It's funny. I love it. I guess my guilty pleasure game is um, Drake of
1: the 99 dragons on Xbox I knew you were going to say that. That's that's a great choice though. I mean, it's like this Bruce Timm Batman-looking game that ha- has dual wielding back when like The Matrix and Equilibrium were cool and I feel like this had this been a good game, it would have made for a cool cartoon or a comic or whatever, but it's just a shitty game. And there's a lot of weird things you do. Like um, one puzzle requires you to crash a civilian train. And when you <laughs> crash the civilian train, all their souls come out and you absorb their souls since that's how you get power. And it's like, you're the hero of this story.
2: What the fuck? <laughs> I love gameplay story segregation like that, where like the, the story goes directly like into like, the complete opposite of what the gameplay is supposed to represent. I worded that very poorly, but I'll yeah. explain what I mean. Um, in tomb Raider, the, 20- like you were the
1: hero killing people. Yeah. And the
2: 2013 tomb Raider reboot, which is another guilty game of mine. It's like, okay. It's like a decent action game, but like the story is hot, hot garbage. Izzy joined me on a stream with it. And it was a lot of fun, but, um, Lara like, is like a, a like a fresh, uh, like she's innocent. She's pure, etc. And then like, She's, like, about to be, like, sexually assaulted by this one dude. So she, like, steals his gun and shoots him. And she starts dry heaving, like, what have I done? I killed a person. And then immediately, two seconds later, you start, like, taking them down by the truckloads. And it's just like, (laughs) yeah, it's just like, okay, Lara. Okay. And And the whole game is like that, too. It's so funny because, like. I call the game Womb Raider because like all it is is just Lara getting abused and she keeps getting stabbed in her womb area repeatedly. <laughs> so
1: Okay, well, Spider-Man 2, the game where you can literally throw bad guys off buildings, and the new Spider-Man came, I heard you can't do that really. No. They just latched onto another building. But also you can just yeah. throw their corpses into the water and watch them drown. It's it's fine.
2: The Spider-Man two combat system gets a lot of flack because even though it's kind of janky, like there's a lot of different things you can do with it. One of my favorite things yeah. is either tying, tying enemies up to lampposts, or my absolute favorite: so carry them to the highest point of New York, jump off, and then pile drive them into the fucking dirt. <laughs> always. And then, and then you see yeah. them like all uh, like twenty million feet up into the air, and maybe land on a building because you pile drive them <laughs> so hard.
1: <laughs> yeah,
2: always great. Spider Man didn't give a shit. <laughs>
4: My uh mm-hmm. my guilty pleasure game comes from a, a very very dark place, um. So I, I I was making a video for my YouTube channel on uh. You guys remember Pokemon Let's Go that that Switch game that's coming out? And it's all announced in this. So yeah. a few days before the announcement, there was a ton of stuff all over the internet of like leaks and rumors and like oh it's it's been leaked. It's it's Pokemon Pikachu and Pokemon Eevee for the Switch and this and that. And, like it's leaked and whatever. So I made a video where uh i i I did the whole clickbait shit like all capital letters like pokemon switch let's go leaked gameplay and like the thumbnail was like i photoshopped a picture of pikachu on the switch and this and that so i went onto the internet and i found a pokemon porn game and uh Mm. explicitly Uh a game where you fuck the pokemon not like the
2: characters from it
4: but the pokemon themselves
2: i've been there i've been there go on
4: (laughs) and so in the video the joke is that like i was playing the game and i'd be like well here's the leaked gameplay i'm recording it from my phone because it's i'm not allowed to show it here's here's some like gameplay footage in this net and like i took the switch joy con and i started like doing a jack off motion in front of like literally when you (laughs) masturbate a lucario and shit like like clearly just like a horrible parody that i tried to get into youtube's actual pokemon algorithms to show the children but um, eventually oh, I found out. Uh, but eventually, I found out that the uh, the game is Mastermind. You know, the whole like I have a secret pattern, and you put like colored marbles, and you have one in the right spot, and two not in the right spot, and this and that. And uh, eventually, I just kind of kept opening it and playing it like a, at like a, I don't know that hour twilight before you go to bed. And now I probably have like forty hours in it. By the <laughs> way, that all filmed for tapes. <laughs> <laughs> and literally, <laughs> you, just, you play Mastermind, and and when you when you beat it, you're rewarded with sex scenes of Pokemon. But I, I don't know; it just it just it just became what I would go to because it's got like characters and writing and a story and this and that. And I I have no mm-hmm. idea why I played it for so long, but that was 100 the game I would never tell anyone I played, which is why I'm telling you about it on this podcast
2: and to, and the public to everybody. Mm-hmm.
4: Oh, yeah the, yeah. the secret's out. Can you fuck Gardevoir? Uh, no, Gardevoir's not in it. Then what's the point? Well, you can get Lucario, who I think is, like, the most popular Pokemon fuck.
3: Yeah, uh, what's, the most, he... what's the most fuckable Pokemon in the game? Fuckable or strangely Lucario.
4: fuckable? Because uh, my favorite one was you get Magnezone, <laughs> you know, the, the Magneton that's a big round one, and the way you fuck it is you mash its keypad <laughs> like a like you're dialing an old phone. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah yeah you don't have to pity laugh. it's okay i know this is fucked up <laughs> but um yeah i, I don't know if there's uh lucario i haven't yeah. played it in a long while this is while i was making this but yeah uh, there's like lucario there's Magnezone. uh who's the who's the the leaf one he's a starter the the little the little uh chest uh, pin no not that oh, one the, the little the reptile the, the smug trico?
3: one
2: the gecko yeah either trico or one of those things is in there yeah
3: it was a, it was I, a I'm, weird game. I'm willing game.
2: to bet I've am willing to bet I've seen this game because oh, really? I, I I do fur I do furry porn for a living. So really, I don't have a job. I don't have a job anymore. So that's kind of like my only income at the moment.
4: Oh fuck yeah, dude! It's I remember it's called Monster Mind.
2: I I remember that explicitly because it's Mastermind. I, I'm willing to bet. I, I'm willing to. I'm willing to bet I've seen that before. That's still not the most fucked up porn game I've heard of though. Like there's oh, this yeah? one. There's this one on the PS2 that's exclusive in Japan only. It's super, super fucked up. So, if you guys are like sensitive to, I'm actually going to put a trigger warning in front of this one. If y'all are sensitive to like really like fucked up like sexual things, then like I mute this for like two minutes. But there's this game in Japan where essentially what you're doing is you're kidnapping girls off like. Wait, wait, wait. Can
4: I guess the title? Is it is it uh, yes. rape
2: play? Is it rape play? Yeah, that's rape play. a classic, a
4: golden standard. Oh, uh, I know a golden
2: that- standard for Dough. degenerate games. Yes. for absolute garbage for being
4: fucked up. But yeah, I've
2: heard of rape play. Please tell them about it. It's it's something that everyone needs to be aware of. Yeah, rape play is a super super terrible fucked up game where essentially you're going on like a uh, Japan subways and harassing women and then kidnapping them and molesting them. That's like the whole game. It's super fucked up. Isn't that? I the remember one? learning about it on like a countdown of like most fucked up porn games or something. I
4: think that's the one too, where the three victims you get are like a girl, her sister, and her mom. And yeah, that's like, like a, it goes to the next level of different. just genuinely fucked up.
2: Yeah, like I seriously hope that whoever made whoever the people who made those games aren't in like in prison, like legit. <laughs> I'm 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 all about like I'm all about the fictional like whatever you do in fiction is fine, but that game is. Fucked. No, you're... Go to prison. Get locked up. Leave. Don't, don't you have to meet
4: certain video <laughs> gaming standards to get published on a major console? The fact that it was made for PS2
2: and distributed is is what's worrying me. <laughs> they could have just gone... with. They could have gone with, like, a distributor who was off the grid, which is what I'm assuming they did. Yeah, there are some instances where games weren't approved by the licensor, but they made it onto the console and distribution anyway because they got, a dis, like, a third-party distributor to do it. I think that's the, I think that's what might've happened with Ray play. Now, where can I get
4: a copy? Wow. Okay.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Hey, Oh, well it's, it's for the collectors, you know? I mean like this reminds me, um, you guys know about the guy game?
2: Yes. I was about to bring that up. Scott Waz, um, Scott was, who's another cool video game. YouTuber. we should get on Scott, please, please. Scott. I was here when you had 4,000 subscribers, please.
1: It's basically a quiz show game where if you answer right, the girls will show you their tits. And the the, the game was filmed just basically an hour from where I lived in uh, South Piedra Island. And it's like, wow, this is another thing my town could be no- known for, my area, besides having a uh, child detention centers for immigrants. But anyway, <laughs> uh, also the game got in trouble for um, having a, a one girl that was actually seventeen and showing her tits. And now the game's child pornography and well yeah 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 my town's not known for anything good
2: if you own that game you own contraband (laughs) that's completely true yeah good job good job guys how much is that game worth now do you think
4: like like if you tried Uh, to tried to go on ebay or something and literally be like i'm selling my copy
2: what do you think the value has gone up to i don't know um usually stuff you think would be rare is really not usually like uh I also try I also try to get a book I I collect art books and stuff and like it's Mm -hmm. really weird because like a certain art book that was localized will be like uh, about like three hundred four hundred dollars if it's out of print but the same book that's just in Japanese costs like 50 bucks it's really Mm -hmm. weird just how like how like the secondhand market works and what they deem more expensive than others Mm hmm you you can buy uh, the game for 40 bucks on eBay. Sweet. Okay. Uh, if you guys want to own child yeah, pornography, you can and complete things. that PS2 collection.
3: Yeah. Of well, okay. Course. Okay. So like, I literally went to take a bathroom break, and all I did was come yeah. back to. If you guys want to own child pornography, what the fuck? We were, we're talking to- about. <laughs> it, it,
1: it, 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 he had to been there. It makes more sense. You we're, know.
3: we're talking. We're talking about the
2: guy game, which was a game where um they were. It was like a quiz show, and if you guessed right, you got to see girl titties. Yeah. One Nolan of them made this a was, great game. He's trying to share with everybody. Is he?
4: He programmed it last night. Fuck (laughs) you. I'm not a... Fuck you. (laughs) But yeah. Look,
1: I'm trying to assemble all the uh, accomplishments my area, the Rio Grande Valley has achieved. Like, we got the guy game, we got child detention centers, and we got a Mm -hmm. Mel Gibson movie nobody watched called Get the Gringo.
4: Oh, Get the Gringo. 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 Wow, that's straight to VHS schlock. I remember that shit. Yeah. That's a good Good one.
2: Mel. Hmm. Good shit. My hats off to you, Mel. <laughs> All right, you guys want to answer like one or two more questions?
3: I want to actually interrupt. Yeah. You. I I, I oh. like I asked the question at the beginning, like what games are you guys currently playing? Because I wanted to talk about Hollow Knight, and I was polite oh. and let everyone speak, and then no one <laughs> got bored of the subject and went to another co- question. Yeah, we, we I, moved on to. Uh, <laughs> I trans.
2: I transitioned into another subject. I didn't get bored of it. Get we it moved right, on to more important about... games like the guy game and Ray just Izzy, talk about Hollow Knight. I'm am, I am giving you the platform. It is yours. You have the talking stick. Have any of you guys yeah. played Hollow Knight? Goth me up. No, but I jacked off to porn to it. It's really great.
4: I, I own it. I oh. need to play it. I want to stream it, but I still have not installed it.
3: Okay, so like, I legitimately, I, I okay, so I did a, I, when I had a YouTube channel a couple of years ago, I did a beta Let's Play of it, because it was a 2D animated platforming game, sound amazing, that's up my alley, super cute. Um, And then like, I guess Team Cherry was like, super cool, like was really thankful. I might have been one of the first people to Let's Play, I don't know, but they were like, super like, they jumped on me. And they gave me Steam codes, which I never actually used because I, I backed the Kickstarter and I was waiting for the Switch version. So finally, Switch version comes out. And this weekend, I finally allowed myself a chance to play it. I, I had to turn down a client. And for a, really upsetting, I, I was animating something for a YouTuber. And uh, what they wanted and what I wanted was not the same thing. It was not worth the money. And so I pulled out and as self-care i was like fuck it i'm turning off my phone i'm turning off everything i'm going to play a video game so i played hollow knight and i'm about maybe seven ten hours into it like i've been addicted to it i've been playing it nonstop, and i forgot what it's like to be in this mode of video like I, i'm craving to play it right now and mm-hmm. um it's a really great uh, metroidvania game like oh, uh it's, yeah. it's got the same like you know, exploration, you you get a new ability, you go back to a backtrack to an area where you remember something and you go further and you keep going. And like after playing so long, because I, I saw that one of the achievements was like beaten in five hours. And I was like, oh, OK, this is going to be a relatively short game. Perfect for me. No, I'm like, I'm seven hours into it and I just checked the wiki just to see kind of where I was. And there's like five more sections. And I've, I've gotten multiple upgrades and apparently there's more to come. And there's also like secret bosses and shit. And it's like, it's really, really packed up with content. And I'm super excited. And plus there's DLC too. And um, one thing I do want to say is that like it for a cute looking game, you know, it's got kind of that like gothy, but like chibi looking characters. There's a point where like um, you get like the ground breaks underneath you and then all of a sudden you're in the dark and like, it's really, really dark. Like, you can see what stuff is, but it's still dark enough to, like, get you really, like, anxious. And then, like, you don't know where the safe spot is. There's, the map's not working. And, like, legitimately, there's creatures jumping everywhere. I was legitimately freaking out. Like, it took me, like, an hour after I got done with that game session to calm down. I really, really <laughs> like it.
2: <laughs> That's the good shit. You know, you know you're making a good game when that happens. Mm-hmm. Sounds like a fun time. I, I gotta uh, check I'm, it out. I know.
3: Do it. Now, I will say that like it runs smoothly, super smooth up until t- this morning, I was playing a little bit of it, and I don't know if it's just too much particle effects, but I did get some slowdown on it. Mm-hmm. and that it didn't ruin it. It's just kind of like one of those things where when the enemies explode, it just kind of jumped a bunch of frames. like it went to like two frames a second for like half a second. Um yeah, it is difficult. But it's like I want. I wanted to make the joke that's the Dark Souls of Metrovania, But that's pretty accurate considering that it has a very similar uh, mechanic where if you die, um, you're you like a, a dark version, a shadow version of yourself appears in that area, and it has all your loot. So you have to go back to it and kill it to get oh. full powered again. I like that. That's cool. Yeah, it it's really nice until you accidentally get killed, getting back to it, and then you lose eight hundred and currency Ooh. Mm-hmm. but all the designs are fantastic yeah. uh there's some characters in there that's pretty fuckable for nolan um I mean, thank <laughs> you <Uh-oh. laughs> check yeah uh, and then there's also uh, i found a character who's like this lonely little girl bug that's like you, you it, it's kind of difficult to get to her but when you get to her she like um she's like oh someone remembers me oh that, that's great well I, i'm gonna go to the city and you go back to the city and she now has like a house and she has like, she's in love with you for like rescuing her and finding her. Um, and I think that's really, really fucking adorable.
2: <laughs> that is adorable.
4: From the art that I've seen, I I think it's got a good world and character design. So yeah, I mean, you're just pushing me harder to check that out. Though I I'm did find out there. I'm going to fuck all night. Yeah, that's the only reason I want to play it too. I want to fuck it.
3: So, so I read on the wikia that apparently the knight, which is uh, the character is not Hollow Knight. There's another character, I think, named Hollow Knight. This one's just called the knight or the shadow. And um, apparently that's it's a reuse of a character they did on Newgrounds. So if you look on Newgrounds oh. for a hungry knight, you could play as the same knight from this game. Uh, in a much wow. more simplistic game where you have to eat every ten seconds or you die.
4: See, as a as a big fan of mm. shit random flash games and a kid who
3: grew up on Newgrounds, you've convinced me even more to go check that out first. And to throw the la- one last Hollow Knight thing that I want to mention is that I actually own a Hollow Knight statue. Uh, one of the creators <gasps> during their um, during their campaign for the Kickstarter, they we were selling uh, handmade. Like I think it was like three of them total. Um, but like, it's a hollow night, just like standing there. And, um, I bought that off of them. It was really, it's not expensive for handmade statues. It it, it was at the time for me where my budget was. And considering that I mostly spend like $20 on statues at most 20 to that, like, I think now I start spending closer to the 60 mark. Uh, that was $150, but it's like really, really rare. Like there's like three of them and it was by the creator itself and it helped, you know, make the game happen. So Super cool about that.
2: Is the is the Hollow Knight is all your fault?
3: Oh, isn't that
4: a? Does the statue like do anything? Like, does it come to life at night and like steal your shit or?
3: Uh, Whenever I'm lonely, oh my god! I love Toy Story.
4: (laughs) Toy Story is an epic
2: game. (laughs) You're right. Um, Yeah, I have some bad memories with the Super Nintendo one. Yeah. uh, Yeah, we know. We can. We can still hear your cries. Yeah. Classic pan, good old Undertale is the Dark Souls of NES games, says Madam Hustler. While we're on the subject of Undertale, real quick, I hope Sans gets in Smash Ultimate, please. please <laughs> well, it. it's been fun oh, being on the
4: podcast. No. I I don't know what happened, but I suddenly yeah. just have to leave and never come back. Very hey, sorry. Yes.
2: Hustlers please never listen. Come wait, do you really? Oh, wait, Fox, Sans.
3: Here? According to Toby Game Fox, isn't Sans already in? Um, Funny, is he? You know what. Get off. <laughs> no.
2: Listen. Listen. Fucking Toby Fox visited Kyoto's Nintendo headquarters. It, he confirmed. Why do you think he did that? Oh my God. Why do you think wait, he did that?
4: Wait, no, wait, wait, no, wait the fuck a minute. Okay, so he went to Kyoto's headquarters, and not that long ago, fucking MatPat gave the Pope Undertale. I'm, I'm starting to put things together here. If it's yeah, not confirmed yeah, by exactly. now, oh my Lord. And dude, if you say Undertale backwards, it says Smash Ultimate how did we <laughs>
2: this? also also yeah. also i might add that sakurai really really likes undertale and he said it was one of the best games he's played in recent years so
3: citation needed.
2: And, and and shovel knight is in smash ultimate as an assist trophy
3: which so, by the way that is such a bittersweet thing because like mm-hmm. not only well because you know people want it playable, so it kind of sucks that he's not but like for him to legitimately be in Smash Brothers at all, this indie title, is a huge accomplishment. Good job,
2: Shovel Knight. Mm-hmm. And then he's a little trophy. Yay!
4: Uh, I just I love the I love the shit show the leaks. I love the shit show the leaks. Yeah. The images where all trying to, people all these fake leaks i took took a grainy photo of my monitor real fast with blurry filter it has to be legit even though we are living in the era of high resolution phone cameras and digital monitors so there's no way in fuck the photo (laughs) would be that shit but uh it's
2: so funny i think i think the i think the idea is that they had to catch it quickly or otherwise they would have been caught oh of course (laughs) that's why they're all blurry it's because they had to whip out their phone super fast and then put it back so stupid crazy i know it's it's funny though i love seeing some of the leaks and then people debunking them and it becomes like a a spectacle in it of itself
3: oh yeah Hmm. for sure well the the leaks
1: kind of work as a like a sort of a portfolio thing where it's like see look what i can do with my cgi i'm you know so i'm assuming some of these guys will get an, a job somehow oh, yeah like you know? sam
3: hicks like or, i think it's sam hicks no no it's Seen, sheen sean sean hicks uh he used to be star power on spartus resource i was friends with him way back in the day but like he uh him and omni like they they did like the fake 3d renders and they actually got a following through that that's
2: smart sam. smash mm-hmm. a, smash cool. a thide, i think isn't it mm-hmm Catch up of satan says wah thank you catch up <laughs> satan i appreciate it
4: oh he's like that he oh wait why i like that smash brothers character sans undertale
3: that's
2: fucking funny <laughs> die
3: okay question everyone what is question. what is the one smash brother character you really want in the new game
1: sakurai sans. himself not this again
3: Sans. no 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 okay okay uh, if, james if bond we're gonna do, oh no I, before they did me fighters i really wanted them to make uh me moto like Miyamoto but like as a me person like i thought that would have been perfect i see what um. you're saying there i got it <laughs> and then have
4: have reggie fisa me <laughs> oh mm. fuck that's ugh. no that's a, i i, uh. I can see why you would want that I, I i don't know i'm i'm mixed on the me's. Because it gives it, them the excuse to just be all like, oh, this character's not in Smash. Make a me of him. Fuck you. Sh- Shigeru Mi <laughs> Ah, that's funny. Hmm. <laughs> Soccer Mi. Oh, wait. No, never mind.
2: <laughs> Masa Miho Sakurai. <laughs> Masa Mi. <laughs>
1: but if they are going to have one more franchise, like, I want Mortal Kombat just so they can have Sub Zero and Ryu together. <laughs>
4: I like that. <laughs> oh, that would have be been
1: cool. That's cute. Like, you know what sucks about Ready Player One is they had both Street Fighter and Mortal Kombat, and they didn't
4: even interact at all. Oh, man. you, you Did you like Ready Player One, where the most popular game of 2035 is Overwatch? <laughs> and and Tracer herself shows up literally five different times. It's nostalgic at that point, I guess. It's retro.
1: Oh, God. The tomb,
2: and the 2013 Tomb Raider shows up in there, too, for some yeah. reason. And Sonic. And-
4: and Halo 5 is, for some reason, the most popular one. Battleborn characters.
3: Oh, boy. Do you guys remember Iron Giant? Uh, yeah. Oh,
2: God. Iron fucking Giant. Do you, remember, do you remember how Brad Bird made the Iron Giant as, uh, like, an anti-gun movie? Because that's how his sister died. Whoa. And then they turn him into a gun in Ready Player One.
4: Did you like how Ready wow. Player One... A PG-13 movie, so they get one F-bomb that they're allowed, and they used it on the incredibly poignant and funny and memorable line, it's fucking Chucky. (laughs) Remember how the whole audience roared in laughter when that came up? That's how I would use it. You know?
2: That's a good use of it. Might as well. I'm glad we all agree that movie was bad. We do, (laughs) right? It's for the gamers. I I think it... I think it's funny. I like really bad movies. Like I said before, Atop the Fourth Wall is my favorite movie. So, <laughs> when is that
3: commentary coming?
2: Oh, it's techni- yeah, when is it? It's oh. up to you guys.
3: Oh, yeah, we
1: should do something yeah, well, eventually, but um, eventually, They're I gotta do a review bigger. on Ready Player One since it's technically an animated movie or partially animated, like Osmosis Jones.
4: Was your, uh, was your favorite part of Ready Player One, because I know it was mine, when they said, we have the literal entire internet and all of its culture at our disposal, all of human knowledge and pop culture and fiction that we can work with, all these crossovers, all these licenses, Steven fucking Spielberg, yeah. <gasps> let's do a third of the movie as a Shining parody. Hey, hey, I love That's that it. scene. I hated that entire scene from start to finish.
0: <laughs>
2: I couldn't stand it. It felt like such a waste. My boy hug these got my boys these up in here with the good taste, good, good <laughs> takes. What up? That was
1: look, that was like the one good part of Ready Player one that I really enjoyed. Everything else was so lame.
4: I like the race, I thought the race was cool. Oh, yeah, because like all the different guys, cars and shit. Guys, you have to race backwards. Yeah, what
1: look, look, you, I mean, That you know, was backwards the secret. Really the movie is bullshit because like these e- Easter eggs would have been solved in like an hour.
4: Yes, no, in 10 minutes. I mean yeah. like how many times do you play a game that just comes out and people are explicitly in a group trying to break it as hard as they can? Like fuck <laughs> off. Yeah.
1: Who are these people?
3: Yeah, There's there throwaway. was there any hacking in the game?
2: That too, yeah. Yeah, did, did they did they have a throwaway line where they were like the Oasis is nearly impossible to hack? I
1: may I don't know if not
2: then he, if they did if they did, then at least that would be something. But if they don't, then, like, yeah, it's just, like, not expecting people to not, like, hack into the Oasis to break. It is stupid and dumb, yeah. and you're dumb. Oh, Fuck yeah. you, Ready Player One. <laughs> yeah, that movie was uh bad. I love YMS's review on it. YMS makes good reviews. I like him.
4: What
1: did Adam say about really it? Mm-hmm.
2: He made a quickie
1: on it, but essentially, like, it en- the movie ends on, like, saying, hey the 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 oasis this virtual world will now be closed on Tuesdays and Thursdays and it's like why like fuck you like some of us ha- might have a day off on Tuesdays or Thursdays why you got to close it for everyone dick
4: yeah i don't i don't get why it it's just it was a movie with no foresight it's like what if you work in the oasis
1: yeah. okay
4: well i guess
2: i shut down my fucking business and okay but also also let's just let's just discuss like why Tuesday and Thursday? Yeah. Why? What, well, what's why, why those two completely random days?
1: That's when I. Just that's like, when my videos come out. Because their videos gonna, don't come out on
2: Thursdays.
4: I'm trying. They're gonna they're gonna make the sequel Ready Player Two and launch it on Ready Player Tuesday. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And the, and the, and the whole <laughs> plot is they're gonna be like they're gonna be like someone's in the in the Oasis, but it's Tuesday. Oh, what? and
2: then like the trailer's crazy. I can I can see that happening. I can I can I can hear it in my head. I can hear the trailer, and it's the and it's the unplugged um, take on me from MTV. It's yeah. gonna happen. That's what they're gonna do. Oh. God damn it, You're a you motherfucker.
4: Realize, you know for a fact that the opening line's gonna be like, "We have to go back to the oasis,"
3: and just all this yeah, stupid and it's just shit. Playing,
2: and it's playing the unplugged take on me. Take yeah.
3: me. Oh man, oh. Cause, uh, what I want is the opening scene. It's just Daisy popping in from the Mario movie, but it's Daisy's character model from the Mario series. Oh, yeah. Finally resolve whatever was going to happen at (laughs) at the end of that movie. Now, I'm curious. (laughs) Do
2: do we know... What was going to happen? Yeah, what what was the ending to the Mario They were going to make a sequel
4: and make a bunch of money, and then they saw the sales figures and said, never mind. No, those directors never got work after that, really. But did they have a plan? John Leguizamo was going to... The Super Mario Brothers sequel was going to be John Leguizamo in front of a camera, like a little camcorder in his bedroom for an hour and a half, and he's just like, I'm sorry for the movie. I know that Bob Hoskins can't be here to apologize as well. I'm sorry for that. That's the entire hour and a half. But you can still see me in the new Ice Age movie, Ice Age 7. Ma- uh, oh, the, we don't, we meet the don't Flintstones. expect to see Bob Hoskins in it. He won't be there. Oh. Uh, yeah. We got Steven Spielberg on. We have a really funny, shiny parody. Halfway uh, through the movie. Does it?
1: Uh, <laughs> doesn't Disney own Blue Sky now? I think they bought 20th Century Fox or
4: something. Yeah, they bought Fox. Yes. Which, that is the greatest yeah, announcement but, of the modern century because it means there's a legitimate chance Hank Hill might be in Kingdom Hearts 3. Well, he, was a, he already <laughs> met the Silver Surfer, so he's in the Marvel Universe. Yeah, he met the Silver Surfer. When is my amazing crossover of the fucking Marvel Universe and King of the Hill? <laughs>
2: uh, all I'm thinking now is uh, Ice Age is now technically part of the Disney canon. That's also true yeah. shit. I didn't think about that. Oh, I just The one discovered- thing I like, those. is they're like, you can have boxes, like, you can have everything. But not The Simpsons. Like, okay.
3: Yeah. Wait, I what? The, really? I thought The Simpsons was bought. Damn. No, I.
2: I think The Simpsons, like, is something Fox kept.
3: I think Fox. I, I, know, only know, the I the only thing Fox kept was uh, Fox News for sure. I think reason. it's the
1: TV. Anything in TV in general. I mean, The Simpsons is kind of its own writhing. Area. I just made this discovery. Um, Harvey Birdman, uh, the the, the attorney in law. There was a video game made by Capcom, and it's pretty much Ace yep. Attorney, but with
4: Birdman. Yeah, all- I've played it. Is it any good? It's fucking oh. great. It's very short. It's like five hours long. It's very short, but it's just the show with Phoenix Wright gameplay. Yeah, it's it's, it's crazy. It's great.
2: I, know I remember it's... that. Wasn't it on the Wii? Yep, it's on the Wii. Yeah, but oh, um... I remember that. Yeah,
4: yeah, it's uh it's. Hi- I highly recommend it. I I mean it. I don't know how you get it because I get okay. I'm, I'm just gonna say it. Fucking emulate it. It's not worth buying a copy, <laughs> and yeah. it's very very yeah. short. But it is it's, it was a fun game. I enjoyed it. It was funny. It was true to the show. Had all the voice actors. It was good. Well, they didn't get
1: Stephen Colbert for um uh, that eye patch guy. What was his name?
4: I think they did. No? I, I think I don't they think did. so. You sure? Yeah, Fuck, maybe I'm wrong. Sure. But well,
1: I just want to say that Harvey, Harvey Birdman's already a crossover with a bunch of Hanna Barbera characters, and in this game they had like some Capcom characters like Guile in there. So. Yeah, hannah barbara that's awesome is, now is, is now connected to the, the, the capcom verse which is connected to the marvel and all these other things
4: which is connected to sunoco or whatever the fuck it was that anime production oh, company tatsunoko. which is connected to tatsunoko which is connected to marvel which is good oh god the, the one that scares me though is like take a take a big like six degrees of kevin bacon on a big mainline franchise how many universes if you sat down and crunched the numbers do you think mario is connected to too fucking many. Yeah. Literally, yeah. probably every creative production on the planet
3: in some degree. Yeah. I mean, he's connected to fucking BMW. <laughs> uh, so I double checked. Uh Disney does own The Simpsons. Oh boy! Oh, oh, really.
4: <gasps> wow. Crazy. That is oh, crazy because uh Universal Studios has a, a fucking Simpsons theme park. I wonder what's well, going to happen a, with that. A land. Yeah.
2: They also. They have they have Marvel properties too, which I think uh, yeah, I, I don't true. know. Like it's it could be a Sony deal where the contract says they can keep it so long as certain conditions are met. Mm-hmm. Or they could be um on an expiration. So it's either so one of those two things is gonna happen eventually.
3: I mean, I'm sure some of the some of the contracts are grandfathered in. Like for example, Simpsons won't get canceled potentially until um two thousand like twenty or two thousand something. Because like it's has to Please got, cancel um, it no please must yeah, Must go yeah please yeah since contract is up after the show's 30th season which is set to air in 2020 so oh, no. no yeah
2: uh, I, I was uh well, I they was... Could, they... go ahead i hope they i hope they're planning a la- like a finale so just do it it would be oh. it would be such a shame if it wound up getting canceled like the way of archie sonic where it has so much history behind it and it's like basically famous and then it ends by cancellation <laughs> due to corporate bullshit. Mm-hmm. That would be yeah. terrible.
1: No, I never want to as end. The Simpson is... mm-hmm. I want them to just keep going till the end of time.
4: Yeah, I want to see how desperate they get by Simpsons season 56. Yes
2: they're already fucking desperate, though. Bart literally said the phrase, with no hint of irony, epic sister fail, after Lisa (laughs) got scared by a maze game. Oh, 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 yeah, a maze game in fucking
1: 2018.
2: Yeah. Can you... I was thinking about this. Go ahead. Go ahead, Noel. Even if you factor in the fact that, like, oh, well, episodes are produced, like, years to advance, it would have been, like, two years tops. So, by that logic, it was 2016 when it was being made which mm-hmm. the scary maze games ended 10 years before that. So it's even worse.
4: Yeah. But
2: continue hook I just wanted I, to make that little diatribe. I mean, I was just, I was
4: just thinking about this while I was going to bed literally last night. It's like, can you, can you imagine the cultural shift on how fucking irrelevant it's all become where back in the day, Bart Simpson was considered edgy. Mm-hmm. And, and literally <laughs> Some of the things he did was say, cowabunga or cowabunga. <sighs> and eat my shorts, and that literally back when he came out was like, how the fuck is this on TV? This is unacceptable. It's, cra- well, it it's was, crazy yeah, no. to think about.
3: I think the context was that he was a, a rebel kid. Like yeah. Up until that point, every character that was like, uh, didn't obey by the rules or was a troublemaker or didn't get good grades was the bully or the a side character that got their chronopolis or whatever. Yeah. But, I think... Uh, uh, Bart-
2: I- Bart had pathos and stuff. He had like a character to him in development. Like there I were think, reasons why he was the way he was, which people I think didn't South want Park,
4: to, like, uh, you know. South Park fucking nailed it with that idea where they did the. Uh, it was a while ago, but the the episode where I think it was they were trying to cancel Family Guy, and Cartman meets Bart in the waiting room of Fox, and 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 he's like, what? He's like, I'm a bad kid. And He's like, oh yeah, what have you done? And Bart's like, I saw the head off a statue once. And Cartman's like, oh, that's great. Yeah. I fed a kid his parents. <laughs> it's like just just the clear juxtaposition of how much edgy has changed in all this shit, you know? yeah. I mean, mm-hmm.
1: it mm-hmm. Simpson premiered in 1989, so animation at the time wasn't all that edgy. It was just like G.I. Joe's or Smurfs and stuff. There wasn't really mm-hmm. much for adult TV cartoons.
2: You, 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 yeah. s- you say that, but I distinctly remember the Transformers movie having like literal like gruesome death scenes. Oh, yeah. Like, but it's robots, so it's fine. I guess. I always thought that was dumb. Just like, <laughs> no, oh, they're, they're, they're still, they're still sentient and they still have feelings and emotions, but they're robots, so it's okay to yeah. show them getting mutilated and screaming in agony. Nah, it's fine. Don't worry.
4: Nah, it doesn't matter. Yeah. It's fine. They're ro- It's, it's yeah. the samurai jack logic. Yeah, if you can show them the path <laughs> and getting spray painted in oil. It doesn't matter. It's Woo. fine. It's fake.
1: We'll regret this once robots become sentient and watch all these movies yeah. and they're like, "What the what, fuck, man?
4: <laughs> what if?" In the far off year of three thousand twenty two, you're gonna have robots showing us this like it was like terrible racist films of the eighteen twenties. Like,
3: look at this shit! How dare <laughs> you? What is wrong with your society? Um, I want to jump topics real quick, but I've been watching Venture Brothers, and like, I've like, I've recently just rewatched it late at night with my roommate, and it's literally one of the best adult cartoons i've ever seen oh for sure it's ahead of its time
1: when uh adulthood wasn't really doing plot lines
3: yeah well it's like really interesting is that like apparently they don't have like a a plan for it they're just writing as they go Hmm. and Hmm. like that's super hella impressive especially with how everything kind of like connects so well um i don't know if you guys have seen season seven yet but like so far Mm -hmm. it's been like a big game changer in all the positive ways
4: i'm uh i'm waiting for it to end because i know that venture brothers is one of those shows where when i watch one episode i'm gonna watch every episode Mm -hmm. um but i i just remember as i was keeping up with it and watching the new seasons or marathoning or whatever just some episodes my fucking jaw would drop because it, mm-hmm. it's it's just such a good hard hitting of what animation should be. It's ambitious, it's got its own built-in world, the characters are detailed, it just I don't know. Adventure brothers is if someone sat me down at a little table to have a little round table discussion and said, What is objectively the best thing Adults film has ever made? I would probably say Venture Brothers. Easily. Yeah. It's it's insane what they how quality it is in everything. Rick and Morty well thanks for having me on the show no Uh,
1: you can't pull that joke three
2: times in one episode god we're already two (laughs) hours in so it's like maybe we should (laughs) just end this it's already going on for so long uh yeah i guess um avenger brothers is a great show one of his ultimate best go watch it uh i haven't seen it maybe someday who knows
3: please watch it nolan Uh, i highly recommend i will
2: look man Nolan, you trust
4: me right we're best friends i recommended you yuck is zero i recommended you get that surgery all that shit
2: listen man nolan yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna need you to watch the venture brothers man i'm gonna need you to do it all right all right do it for me i I feel like Hugby's i feel like we have bonded so i will trust you especially with that surgery um perfect uh are you sure like lead lead testicles are the way of the future Uh dude no one's ever gonna question your balls again Okay, cool. Um, uh, this has been the Pizza Party Podcast. I'm Nolan, uh, who hosts this shit show. Me. Who are you, Pan? <laughs> That's me. Okay, <laughs> and, and, and my and my and my beautiful co-host who will say her name this time because I told her to.
3: I uh, I've been told to say my name is Izzy.
2: Good, cool. And our guest is Hugbees, right? Is that yeah,
4: Hug uh, Hugbees,
2: Yeah. Uh, thank it's you god damn it
4: uh well thanks it you it yes it's i mean it's a it's a we never even said it in the cartoon podcast it's a freakazoid reference if anyone if anyone didn't pick up on it there you go <laughs> spoiler alert okay.
2: god damn it's, it's, a, it's a freakazoid reference but uh damn uh Hugbees, is there anything you want to promote or um tell us about anything upcoming of sure
4: story. yeah i mean I, I i live on the internet and just slap whatever i do on there uh the big thing i'm doing right now is i stream on twitch like literally every day at hugby's tv uh mm-hmm. and then the only other real thing is i'm on my own podcast called the official podcast some of you might know of it it's me and three of my friends talking about how often we kiss each other and it's great uh but yeah Ooh,
3: no, friend fiction yeah, exactly.
4: Uh, but I mean, just Google me. I, we're all hip young adults. We can use Google. You'll, you'll find my stuff, and uh, yeah,
2: that's what I do. Since Pan Pan runs the show, he'll include all the description, right? Pan. Hopefully, Whoa. yes.
4: That's so thoughtful. Yeah.
2: But yeah. Thanks. Okay, Pan. End us off. We'll do okay. Your thing. It's chop chop.
1: Over. Goodbye, every pony.
3: Bye. 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 Bye-bye. Bye. <gasps> Wow, Pan is completely cucked from the podcast. (laughs)